This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Okay, so yesterday, Nick McElwain out of the studio. He is still out of the studio at his home. We also have Kathy Romano at her home. We're trying these broadcast setups to see how things go. And Marissa Magnata is at home. All the broadcast capabilities. We haven't gone live yet. They're here. Before I hit the traffic intro, Kathy, you can. are you reading me? Over. I'm reading you, yes. Wow, and you sound great, Kathy. That's perfect. And Nick, are you on board? Yes, I am, and I'm and using my mute button today. Very good. All right, <laughs> and it just make sure you have a large bag of chips right next to you. And then, right next to me. Marissa Magnata, can you hear me? I can hear you guys. Oh, my God. We're all here and ready to go. It's amazing. Casey and Steve and I here in the studio. Let's take a look at uh, NJM Insurance Group traffic. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, March 24th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Governor Tom Wolf on Monday ordered residents of Pennsylvania's hardest-hit areas to stay home for at least two weeks to help combat the spread of the new coronavirus that has already sickened hundreds and caused six deaths statewide. He also extended a statewide schools shutdown through at least April 6th, noting that Philadelphia has already ordered residents to remain home. Wolf issued a stay-at-home order for the counties around the city for Allegheny, which includes Pittsburgh, and for Monroe County in the Pocono Mountains. Together, the seven counties account for 75% of the state's confirmed cases of COVID-19. In a video news conference Monday, Wolf said the administration wanted to take a measured approach to the crisis and expressed hope that if the coronavirus could be largely contained to the mostly heavily impacted counties, he could avoid extending a stay-at-home order to the entire state. Kathy, he he also revealed that since November, and I didn't know this, we have all been on secret double probation. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird. In all Warmer fi- brought the hammer down, man. <laughs> In all, 5.5 million people, or more than 40% of the state's population, have been ordered to stay at home. Wolf said residents will be able to leave their homes for allowable activities, including trips to the grocery store and the pharmacy. Staying at home protects our first responders, our hospitals, and healthcare workers from being overwhelmed with COVID-19, said Valerie Arkush, the chair of the Montgomery County Board of Commissioners. Uh, Enforcement of Wolf's order to close down the physical locations of business deemed non-life-sustaining began Monday morning. Pennsylvania health officials uh, on Monday reported 165 new cases uh, in Pennsylvania for a total of more than 640 in 34 counties. They reported a total of six deaths up from two the day earlier. A stay-at-home order in the state of Delaware begins this morning at 8 a.m. Not enough people are taking this seriously. I've seen way too many people in groups and gatherings, said Delaware Governor uh, John Carney. I don't want Delaware to be an example of what not to do in a crisis. Beaches are still closed, but people are allowed to continue to use them for extra exercise or for walking their dog. Penn Medicine is ramping up its COVID-19 protection efforts. The medical system is providing face masks to all employees while working in clinical facilities. However, in a sign of the shortage, in a memo sent Monday, employees were told to reuse their masks for several days unless they are soiled or damaged. A Penn Medicine spokesperson says it's already taking employees' temperatures and not allowing visitors. Last week, the health system said several health care providers at Penn Medicine tested positive for COVID-19 
and are in quarantine in their homes. Healthcare officials said that they have implemented strict visitation guidelines at all Penn Medicine hospitals and outpatient facilities to protect patients and staff during this outbreak. Penn officials said they've contacted patients and staff who may have been exposed to the workers who tested positive. I don't know if you know this, Kathy, but here this morning we've instituted a new thing and we're all taking our temperatures with rectal thermometers when Stop. we come in. Just to make sure, so you you you're home on a good day. Wait, have you guys taken your temperature yet? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, it's fine. Steve just gave me his rectal thermometer. Stop. And <laughs> Direct me to mouth. not put it in my butt because that would get me sick. So right, I have to right, put right, it in right, my yeah. mouth. No, we clean them off. Yeah, we're not idiots. Yeah, I I uh, found a thermometer, and so yeah, I've taken my temperature nine times so far. Really? I mean, uh, I, no, I have not taken my temperature. <laughs> I I don't feel like I have a. You Wait, know I'm, when you have a fever? You press, know? Yeah, mean, you, you'll love this too. Like it was like uh, it was like ninety eight point. Six and then the next. The hell are you doing at home? Wait, it was like ninety-eight point seven. Oh my god! I was like, wait, it went up, and then I was like, oh wait, no, that was just like point one. But I do want it fluctuates constantly. Yeah, I do want one of those like gun ones though that they that you keep seeing on the news where you just pointed it at your forehead. Have you seen the novelty ones that actually look like guns? No, they're expensive. You know what? Your pops out. So the so the forehead one we've we've used the forehead one for a long time, but Doctor Mike uh, told us that that's not quite as accurate as the one that you stick in your ear. Oh, really? The one you stick in your butt actually is probably the most accurate. Most accurate. But um, but yeah, so we got the ear one, and uh, because uh, and and it's it it works. Very, very well. Well, Preston, understand. what we did at our home is right in the foyer when you walk in, I actually mounted the uh, rectal thermometer in a piece of wood so it sticks straight up. So you oh. come in, sit down on it, <laughs> boom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you get sprayed with hand sanitizer. Exactly. It's like Mr. Goldberg. You come and you drop your pants as exactly. soon as you walk in the door. It's the same thing. Exactly. But when you go to a doctor's office, they give you the one that you stick under your tongue. Yes. Which is accurate as well. Yeah. yeah. The Holiday Inn Express in Center City could be a potential quarantine facility for Philadelphia. The hotel is located at 13th and Walnut. There's no word on when the site will open. The hotel sits in Councilman Mark Seguila's uh, district. He spoke to ABC and said he supports the idea. I know from looking at other municipalities, we need to have many locations available for anyone who cannot quarantine at home. If the virus continues to spread, we must be prepared. Yeah, the, the story is, Kathy, that they're, they're looking to do like with these ships and so on and so forth. Is the, this would be where people with regular conditions would go to pull them off of the regular hospital system. And they figure, obviously, okay. the, the, the more that they have in the surplus, then the better off we'll all be. So, like, uh, all of that stuff would be directed to pull the people who are or who don't have the coronavirus, which right now in most hospitals is the case. Most people do not. And uh, and make sure that, uh, you know, there's enough beds for everyone. But this that's a great idea to, to use hotels, which really aren't seeing a lot of business right now. Right. On Monday, Philadelphia Health Commissioner Thomas, uh, Dr. Thomas Farley announced 79 additional cases of coronavirus in Philadelphia. That brings the number of confirmed cases to 175. 21 of them are health care workers. In sports this morning. <laughs> Eagles tight end Zach Ertz and his wife Julie are donating $100,000 to Phil Abundance to help families in need due to the coronavirus. Yay. 
The Ertz Family Foundation has already started to inspire others as Eagles teammate Jason Kelsey and his wife have donated $100,000 to the cause, and former Eagles linebacker Connor Barwin has pledged $25,000. Ertz said, during these very challenging times, Julie and I are committed to acknowledging the issue at hand and be a part of the solution. Phil Abundance has an unbelievable track record in our city, and we believe there is no better partner to help us solve the food insecurity challenges presented by COVID-19. Kathy, I have an idea for their the name of their, their company or their charity, So Charitable It Ertz. <laughs> you I should like go it. with that. Thank scene. you. Yeah, like contact it. them immediately with that one. <laughs> the Sixers and the New Jersey Devils have notified non-contracted employees they will be subject to pay cuts starting as soon as next month. Both teams are owned by Josh Harris. The cuts will affect full-time employees who make $50,000 or more and would go as high as 20% for those making $70,000 or more, according to ESPN. The teams are also expected to ask players and contracted front office employees to take similar cuts and move to a four-day work week. In hockey news, Flyers have signed forward Tanner Lexinski to an entry-level contract that begins next season, according to general manager Chuck Fletcher. Uh, he completed a four-year career at Ohio State where he served as an alternate captain during the last during. Uh, this last season, he appeared in all 36 of the team's games, recording 11 goals and 23 assists for 34 points. And a day after the International Olympic Committee said it would take four weeks to consider postponing the games, longtime IOC member Dick Pound told USA Today that Ooh. the games would be postponed until 2021 with the details to be worked out. In a phone interview, Dick Pound said, on the basis of the information the IOC has, postponement has been decided. The parameters going forward have not been determined, but the games are not going to start on July 24th. That much I know. The IOC responded to Dick Pound's comments, saying in a statement, it's the right, right of every IOC member to interpret the decision of the IOC, which was announced yesterday. Dick Pound's comments Change came, your name, man. I mean, honestly. As, what was he? Well, how did they call him in the military? Pound, Dick. Pound, Dick. Yep. Dick Pound's comments came as a growing number of countries, including Canada, Australia, Norway, Portugal, and Germany, have suggested that the games be postponed. By the way, Dick Pound's full name is Richard William Duncan Pound, but he chooses to go by Dick. Well, this is insane, and his assistant's name is Squirt Er. Wow. <laughs> by the way, for a world where there are no active sports taking place, we used up all of the sports music I in the sports report. I can't believe that. Crazy. Well. Well, because it's all uh, the the Zach Ertz story was kind of like the yeah. last minute ad because that was such a cool story. And, and I came up with a wonderful slogan too, so that <laughs> that ate up some time. Uh, and that's what I have for you this morning. Please. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. If you're just tuning in, we've got some remote broadcasts taking place. We have uh, Nick at home, Kathy at home, Marissa is at home. Case, we are going to have to move. I'm looking at the the mixing console in front of me on this board. Where Marissa's fader, where I actually turn the volume up on here, is amongst all these things like sound effects and Ooh. so on. It's not near the microphones. We have to move that because what is going to happen is we're going to go to break. I'm not going to turn her microphone off. Right. And we are going to hear whatever Marissa does in her home that we are. There it is. We're going to hear that. So we're well, going to have to. not always live anyway. So just turn it off when you're not talking to her and then turn it on when you are. Or not, but still, for uh, but psych- I, I know, I know I what you're know. saying. Psychologically, when you look at the board, it, it has to be a certain way. Or I can yeah. just I can turn Marissa off if you want to. I just thought it'd be kind of nice. To I don't. Have her I can't assign. I can't assign it. Uh, well, all right, I'll I just could, turn it off, Marissa. I'll be turning you off. Okay. Peace <laughs> out, guys. All right. Yeah. Nice. All right. So anyway, we we do have some stuff planned for today. We have uh, comedian Tom Segura, who's going to be on the show. His fourth Netflix special is premiering today. So we'll talk to Tom around eight thirty or so, see what's going on in his world. Uh, we also have Daily Rush Madness. 
Uh, day number three, I'll get the matchups. Marissa sent those over. I do have our winners. I will probably announce those when we when we get the uh, rollout of the new matchups, which will be around 7, 7.15, somewhere in that range. I watched all our combatants yesterday, and, uh, the, the you know, I listen, your voting is your voting. Yep. One that just had me really laughing loudly was the surprise guest that you had to oh guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> because <laughs> it goes on and on yeah. and on. Yeah. And everybody was chipping in. Casey was saying, man, what are you trying to give it away? Yeah, yeah. And, and Nick was saying, everyone on the text boards are getting it. Uh-huh. And we yeah. were just working. Oh, you fooled me. <laughs> you definitely fooled me. It it was hilarious. And those guys were great, man. I'm telling you. And we miss our construction workers. Uh, Nobody's yeah. around here. The building's all empty and stuff. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we we go forward business as usual, just a little bit modified. So uh, we will we'll have the regular stuff for you today, the Bizarre File Stories, Letter of the Day, Word of the Week prize, which, by the way, is a four-pack of tickets to see. Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Citizens Bank Park. That stuff is until August, so that show is still on. I do have some more cancellation announcements and so on. We'll get to in music news a little bit later on. Uh, but an entertainment report is coming up and, and all that good stuff. So we're going to try this configuration out, see how this whole thing works. Uh, make sure you stick with us through the course of the morning. Absolutely. And thank you, Connor, for being here again, who's Yay! in uh, Marissa's place, uh, doing the production of the show as we go on. So, all right, we'll take a quick break. We will come back in just a moment. We'll give some stuff away with the stupid question. The entertainment report, that is on the way. Back in a sec. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to do today's stupid question. We are going to give away a $60 Metro Diner gift card for the correct answer. And it has to do with the planet of Jupiter. Ooh, that's one of my favorite planets, Preston. Jupiter is one of the four gas giants in our solar system. So name the other three. 215-263-WMMR. So the four gas giants. We know Jupiter's one of them. What are the other three? And don't say Casey. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. He is gassy, but he's not one of the gassy giants. All right, so I'll go through some birthdays while we are awaiting your call and your answer. Uh, Today is Tuesday, March 24th. Jessica Chastain celebrates her birthday today. Ooh, I like her. I like her a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she she can play all kinds of roles. Um, The Help, Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, Interstellar, Molly's Game, Dark Phoenix. She's 43 today. You know, I just watched a video that explained um, in full detail the ending of Interstellar. Yeah, I've watched it too. Right. And and okay, I got it now. As a regular spectator to the movie... I never would have gotten that. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Uh. Yeah. It's it's interesting how they they describe the uh you know the uh, the extra dimension as in like time being yes. a dimension and time actually has a place of sorts. Right. And, and, and yeah. I'm good with stuff. Usually I'm picking that up, but holy crap! And dimensional stuff is hard yeah. to wrap your mind around. It's very hard. Uh, but she's great. She's 43 today. Jim Parsons. 
Big Bang Theory. What a what a tremendous career he's had. And then uh, uh, with that being the capper, Young Sheldon, which he's an executive producer on and does the narration for, and like he's a, he's a solid actor. He was in uh, uh, the uh, um, Hidden Figures, or um, right? Yeah, 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 and yep. uh, a couple other things. Was yep. he in the? Uh, he was in one of the uh, Ted Bundy films as well. Was, was he? he? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I believe it. Uh, he's forty seven today. Uh, Allison Hannigan. Of um, uh, well, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She got started there. Then American Pie, and now she hosts um, Fool Us, Penn and Teller. Yeah, she's really good, which she's great. And uh, you see her pop up in other things from time to time. Uh, she is, in fact, I saw her. I was flipping through, and I saw the Kelly Clarkson show, which is not a show I really watch. But no. I, I stopped because Eugene Levy was on, and he was promoting S's Creek. And they brought out Allison Hannigan, who, of course, they were in American Pie together. Yeah, I love and that. And it was really cool to see the two of them together. It was really cute. She also had a long run on How I Met Your Mother. She oh, okay, yeah. Jason Segel's yeah, love yeah, interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I never watched How I Met Your Mother, but I, you're right. Yeah, yeah I, I did. And, and she was, they, were, they were really solid. It was a good ensemble. She's 46 today. Uh, Laura Flynn Boyle. There's a mystery with that. I know, I know. She was such a natural beauty, stunningly beautiful. Celtic, everything, I mean, the whole deal. And then plastic surgery. Oh, my Mm. God. And that, if you want to say, what is body dysmorphia? I Mm. think she'd be a perfect example of that. It's too bad. Uh, Was she on a, no, was she on Celebrity Rehab? No, no, no. Uh, so she, 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 I, no, she's never had a drug. She's had a, 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 a uh, an addiction to plastic surgery, Kathy. I mean, she collagened up. She did all of the. Uh, she just she messed up an authentically naturally beautiful face. It's yep. A shame. Yep. She's fifty today. Uh, another one, Steve, who did the same thing, Kelly LeBrock. Oh my God! From Weird Science, <laughs> she was just a, a stunningly beautiful woman, and then as she started to age, I guess she didn't really like the uh, you know the, the lines and the sagging and the drooping. And she was married to Jace uh, to uh, to uh, Steven Seagal. Yeah. Right? And he's stayed in incredible shape. Oh, look at him. Uh, she's 60 years old today. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Manning has his birthday. He's 44. Star Jones, remember her from The the View? Yeah, she... Had a uh, wedding paid for, right? Yes. Oh, she co-opted everything. She had everything. Uh, there were sponsors to every level of her wedding. And I think that's one of the reasons they asked her to, to leave The View. But how did she get away with that? Like, that's... Pretty much illegal, right? We used. Um, I don't know what the technicalities are. I, I, on that. I think if you're worth, I don't know. We used to work with someone in radio who who started to pull all these side angles. You remember President Y100 at one of our sister stations at yep. that time? Yeah, was wheeling oh and God. dealing, and it's like everyone's going. This yep. doesn't look good. Yep. Well, she's 58 today. Tommy Hilfiger. The designer is 69 years old. Today. I think when I design clothes and I spend in my spare time, I'll do a lot of designing and I'll sketch some stuff. I think my stuff most resembles Tommy Hilfiger's. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'd have to compare the two. Uh, actress Lake Bell. Uh, awesome. Yeah, she's she's great. What's yeah. the show she's on right now with... Um... I know the one with the Dak Shepard, right? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, and they're, it's so it's, good I can't remember the name it, or the co-star. It's kind of... They're they're uh, the city oh. dwellers that are in the country yes, now. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's like Funny Farm. Yep, something like that. Yep. Yeah, uh, but, but she's from uh, the practice, Boston Legal. A movie that I love that she's in is It's Complicated with uh, Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep. That is so good. And and Steve Martin. It's so well done. Uh, and bless she, this mess. Bless this there mess. You go. That's nice. it. Thank you. Thank you. Nick. Thank you, God. And she's got <laughs> she's got a phenomenal body. She's forty one years old, and I think as milfy as you can get. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also celebrating birthday today, Nina. Oh, 
99 Luftballoons, the German pop star, is 60 years old today. 99 Luftballoons. Uh, you know what that's about? It's about... You had explained it. I had no idea. Yeah, and, and I, I don't think it was a real event. Or maybe it was... Was a, it a false nuclear thing? Yeah. Yeah, that these these balloons had caused a, a false report of, a, of an aerial attack or a right. potential... Um, you know, nuclear attack, and yeah, so I forgot the details about it, but it had something to do with that. So, who let the dogs out is about the Bay of Pigs. No, yeah, wow. who you got to look a little below the surface. Yeah, these things that seem very right. What these are really about, but she's celebrating her 60th birthday today. I would look up the information, but I don't want to. Uh, Nick Lowe, the uh, singer, "Cruel to Be Kind," love that song. That's a great song. It just it's still around. You yeah, know, it's yeah, one of those one hit wonders. He's seventy one today. And then the last birthday, I'm really pulling some obscure ones, but these are great. Uh, a, a guy named Lee Oscar. He is a um, musician. He's a singer and harmonica player for the band War. Oh, oh wow! So yeah. low rider, mm-hmm. yeah. And why can't we be friends? Why and can't... and uh, this is a great song. What's the other? Oh, uh, but Eric Burden was a singer when they did um, Spill the Wine. Oh, yes. Which is such a great song. I think that's War, isn't it? I believe so. This is a great song. Love, love, love this song. Uh, He's celebrating his 72nd birthday today, so happy birthday to Lee Oscar. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Jupiter is one of the four gas giants in the solar system. Name the other three. 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Good morning. Uh, Nancy, do you know the other three gas giants? Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Uh, That is absolutely correct. Nailed those gas giants. Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Hang on. Somebody had texted and said... Uranus, Casey's anus, Nick's anus, and Kathy's anus, but <laughs> close but not quite. It's Marissa's, not Kathy. Uh, all right, so we are going to set you up with a $60 Metro Diner gift card. Metro Diner is offering Metro Meal packs that feed families of four, in, four to six in a variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner bundles, including signature fried chicken and waffle and house-made meatloaf. For more information, visit MetroDiner.com. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I've been sort of immersed in solar system stuff because I got that documentary I was talking about that Alec Baldwin uh, narrates, Journey to the Edge of Space, and it's fantastic. Saturn, if placed in water, would float. Hmm. I've heard that. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, I, I believe it. It's it's mainly gas, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're right, Steve. It's it's less dense than water. Okay. There you go. Right. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing stuff, and... and I'm a, yeah, I when I travel down that road, I'm like, okay, so if I fly into Jupiter, yeah, can I land anywhere? You know, I mean, well, and, this, but this, eventually you can. Yes, this special actually takes all of those things that you that you you know. I mean, you look at it. it obviously, it's it's our solar system, but the stuff because you always have to say, could I build a home there? Right. How long could I live? How much would I weigh on that? And all those things are just fascinating. Yeah, and Neil deGrasse Tyson, I've been reading some of his stuff lately. He just he he dumbs it down for you yeah. wonderfully. If you have questions about all that stuff, okay, I, I do have entertainment stuff to get to. So let's get into that. After his first attempt to publish a memoir, uh, apropos of nothing. Uh, got nixed last month at Hatchet following a blistering backlash led uh, by adopted children Dylan Ronan and uh, uh, Dylan and Rowan. I'm sorry, Arcade Publishing has released Woody Allen's book. Arcade so they're not going to publish it at all. Done. Uh, well, Hatchet is done. Yes. Right. So, so this other uh, group has done it. 
Uh, they did issue a statement. They didn't put much fanfare behind this, but they said the book is a candid and comprehensive personal account by Woody Allen of his life, ranging from his childhood in Brooklyn through his acclaimed career in film, television, theater, print, and stand-up comedy, as well as exploring his relationships with family and friends. Uh, Jeanette Seaver, the editor, uh, defended the release of the memoir in a statement that reads, In this strange time when truth is too often dismissed as fake news, we as publishers prefer to give voice to a respected artist rather than bow to those determined to silence him. A quick question. I wonder if it's Woody Allen himself who instigated this book, if it's he who wanted to say, okay, I'm going to do this, or did publishers come to him and ask him to do it? Because if it was, if it's his book, I'm sure he has enough resource to self-publish. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know he wrote it, so yeah. uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Alan's memoir includes a postscript in which he claimed that Hatchet agreed to publish apropos of nothing, even though it was aware Alan is a, quote, toxic pariah and menace to society. Wow, that seems like a compliment. He wrote, well, he wrote that about himself. Yeah. He wrote, uh, when actual flack did arrive, they thoughtfully reassessed their position and dumped the book like it was a hunk of Xenon 135. Uh, in the book, he said, uh, he, he wrote, I never laid a finger on Dylan, never did anything to her that could be even misconstrued as abusing her. It was a total fabrication from start to finish. He did say that he placed his head in Dylan's lap during a 1992 visit to his ex and Dylan's mother, Mia Farrow's home in 1992, but says, I certainly didn't do anything improper to her. I was in a room full of people watching TV mid-afternoon. So if you read Ronan Farrow's book or any of the interviews that he's ever done, obviously he's siding with his um, his sister. Uh, and uh, th- there, I guess there have been a few investigations into this, and they have yielded nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know. But, I, man, if you listen to Dylan Farrow talk, it seems like a lot more than... Uh, you know, then nothing. Speaking of his relationship uh, with his current wife, Suni Previn, he writes, at the very early stages of our new relationship, when lust reigns supreme, we couldn't keep our hands off each other. Uh, she's the adopted daughter of his ex, uh, Pharaoh, <laughs> and 35 years his junior. You know, the issue here, too, also, is if you look at the movie Manhattan, I mean, it's not, you know, they say where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. And in that movie... He's dating Mariel Hemingway. He's in his mid-40s at this point, and his love interest is a 15-year-old, okay. like a 16-year-old. And that, so that's, and he's having a sexual relationship with her in the much-beloved, critically acclaimed movie, Manhattan. Huh. So um, <clears throat> to say that times have changed, or, uh, you know, I mean, it was, but it was right in front of you. So yeah. he's, there's certainly indicators. Uh, moving on, celebrities are finding new and novel ways to interact with each other, and fans, uh, as well as coronavirus, continues to sweep across the world. Here's the latest on that. Uh, Alec Baldwin and daughter Ireland hit up Instagram Live for a game of charades while self-quarantined. Playing charades with my filthy pig. In their respective <laughs> homes. I know what you are. You're a filthy pig, right? No, I'm a door. Uh, Alex is... <laughs> That's them playing charades. Yeah, you're, you're a filthy pig. <laughs> no, and I'm an umbrella. Uh, Alex's wife, uh, Hil- Hilaria, uh, also I got it. You're a filthy pig. <laughs> also jumped in, trying to help explain his clues as he mimed explicit gestures with a spoon. The answer to that one was deep throat. Mm. Uh, she then mimed the Jungle Book with the help of boyfriend Corey Harper, and Alec figured it out immediately. And much white claw was consumed during the game. 
Uh, she's like six two. She's huge. Have you ever seen? She? Yeah, she's like soup. She's she's model level tall. Wow. Yeah. In fact, in, during the um, the roast of Alec Baldwin, she said, "I could beat his ass," <laughs> and she probably could. Princess Beatrice's wedding to uh, Eduardo Mapelli Mozzi, meanwhile, has been dubbed the most cursed engagement in royal history after multiple delays related to scandals. Related to her father, Prince Andrew's link to uh, Jeffrey Epstein and coronavirus. The latest on them, they would have to limit their planned Buckingham Palace uh, celebration to three guests <laughs> if they were to do that. So if you're going to pick three guests to be at your wedding, I assume the obvious is going to be Gallagher, right? Yeah, yeah. Alf, mm-hmm. who else, Case? Gallagher, Alf, and probably Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee, there yeah. you go. So at Buckingham Palace, uh, the pair are reportedly considering eloping. I never thought I'd get an invite. Also, other celebrities, uh, uh, 76-year-old Robert De Niro shared a coronavirus PSA saying, we all need to stay home, we need to stop the spread of this virus, and we can only do it together, not just to protect ourselves, but to protect others and all the older people you love. Who the frick is not getting the message? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everybody's doing their PSAs. I see it all over social media. I see it all over TV. Well, well t- who's not getting the message? <laughs> so I was watching a report last night. It, it has sunk in. You know, obviously, there's all people who are late to the dance, and there's still people that are going to do it. But the, the bulk, like, the bulk of the people seem to be adhering to it. Yeah. Um, so he, De Niro lives in Tribeca. That's right. That's his residence. Yeah. And so he's right in the heart of the area. Obviously, the city is really getting pounded with this. Which, by the way, Casey, that's why I haven't been saying anything. Yeah. It's It's taken care of. Yeah, pretty much. No, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm not going to continue. And Kathy, you're sick of hearing the the repeated (laughs) message over and over. I understand. I get it. But uh, it's just, yeah. Yeah, we we know what to do, right? Got it. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, listen, it's not, you know, but uh, yes, I'm just... Sick of talking about it, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sick of pe- people not getting the message is what I'm sick of. And I'm sick of you bringing up people are sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my favorite um, uh, intro is In These Uncertain Times. Oh, that's your yeah, favorite? That's in my these favorite. Uncertain in times. These Uncertain Times. All right, right. Yeah. We need we need Matt Cowper because everybody's yes. sick. sick. Yeah. Hi, I'm Matt Cowper. In these uncertain times, yeah. we've never needed Billy Bob Teeth more <laughs> to cause a smile or a chuckle. Nothing can reverse the symptoms of coronavirus like levity. And nobody wants to get close to somebody who has teeth like that. Absolutely. So that's actually a great idea. Wait, that's it's, the it's distancing because people just assume you're going to slobber all over them. <laughs> and as we know, coronavirus is transferred through droplets. <sighs> is it too soon for a parody uh, PSA from Steve? <laughs> I was I was actually thinking about putting one together. I had all the elements at home. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, let's let's see how things go a little bit more. But uh, maybe it's time for Matt Cowper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the Billy maybe I'll Bob. do a live one from I home. Love, I love the Billy Bob teeth idea. That's brilliant. Well, but, I mean, that's sick. You just wouldn't want to be close to anybody like that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, it uh, it got to New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's attention the Robert De Niro video, and he wrote on Twitter, "Robert De Niro is watching you. Stay home and save lives." Um, also, uh, Quantum of Solace star Olga Kurylenko. Uh, says she's feeling better. She was diagnosed with coronavirus. Uh, the 40-year-old said that she's completely recovered in the post. She said, for one week, I felt pretty bad and mostly in bed, sleeping with high fever, strong headache. Uh, the second week, the fever was gone, but some light cough appeared, and I felt very tired. By the end of the second week, I felt totally fine. So she's Boom. doing better. A uh, new nationwide reading movement has been reading? Or- organized. I know. Uh, <laughs> reading? I told my sister the other day, because my sister is now alone. My mom is in a... Um, a rehab facility right now for her leg. 
And uh, she, my sister doesn't really have any friends, so she doesn't really talk to anybody. And I'm like, "You uh, is there a book laying around? You know? She's like, mm. wow. Yeah. I'm like, well, there you go. I'm Wait. like, uh, there's there's a couple things. Describe I, them. Well, she, they're, they're small and, and rectangular. They, they seem to have little, what would you call them, pages. But it didn't cross her mind. I'm like, if you if you pick up a book and if you just read the first chapter, that's usually what happens to me. Then I'm like, okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to sit there and tear through it. You just you pick it up and set it down, and and it's something that can uh, it can take you away for a little while. Which a is friend cool. of mine texted me yesterday and said, "I just ordered three cases of Miller Miller Lite to my front door." I go, and then he sent a picture, and I said, "Oh, you were serious?" He goes, "Yeah." What do you think I was going to read a book? <laughs> uh, there are two books that I think I want to read, and uh, they're classics. One is uh, 1984 mm. that I've never read. Uh, I've read it's a good and book. It's I've read. Ma- it. Any of the Orwell stuff yeah. is great. That and Animal Farm. So if you guys were to recommend, which one should I read first? Uh, I would read I would read Animal Farm is a nice intro. Into it's an the easier read. Right. Is it? And okay. then 1984 and then Tiger Eyes by Judy Bloom. Okay. Yeah. All right. but, but Casey, 1984 is a, a mind F. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty okay. cool. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? Honestly, when you if you actually watch the movie, the Richard Burton version, um, it is almost page for page. The exact book. Yeah, oh, but, but the book the book really goes into depth in Newspeak and the description of the whole of, thing. Of, okay. yeah, it, it's better than the, it's way better than the movie. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, the reading uh, movement has been organized. Misty Copeland, Danica McKellar, Tiffany Thiessen, Brady Smith, B.J. Novak, and Scott Kelly will be among the best-selling and award-winning authors and illustrators participating in the uh, Daily Story Times. Uh, reading aloud daily is one of the most effective ways to foster early literacy and is a key factor in building language and social skills. The literacy, campaign, the campaign says. Uh, the program was set to launch this summer, but it revved into overdrive to help parents and caregivers during the outbreak, which uh, kicked off on Monday. Uh, the program was launched by publishing giant Penguin Random House in partnership with Parents Magazine. Uh, Penguin will also donate 750,000 copies of books through First Book, which helps get books to kids in need. God, I remember, Preston, when I used to work at B. Dalton Bookstore, and when, when a, like a major title would come in, like a, like a hardcover, like you were waiting for a Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like... It was like rock star time. It was... Yeah. People would line up, and they'd be calling up, and it was... You don't see that and now. I guess you know. Obviously, you're getting Kindles and stuff like that, and you can get them delivered to home. But there yeah. was there was a really huge sense of excitement. Yeah, the program joins a hodgepodge of celebrity efforts to help kids learn at home. Another big one is spearheaded by Jennifer Garner and Amy Adams, who teamed up with the uh, with Save the Children and No Kid Hungry. Uh, their movement, Save with Stories, has recruited other celebs to read their favorite children's books for kids and their parents. So far, Ellen DeGeneres, Jimmy Fallon, Ron Howard, Josh Gad. Uh, Camilla Cabello, Reese Witherspoon, uh, Beanie Feldstein, and Senator uh, Kamala Harris have all joined them. Uh, Amazon, by the way, has lifted the paywall for original and uh, acquired children's series on its Prime Video platform. Uh, so all Amazon users can watch their kids' programming among the original titles available are Pete the Cat, Just Add Magic, Costume Quest, Peg and Cat, and If You Give a Mouse a Cookie, and Acquired Shows. Uh, including PBS, uh, Kid Staples, uh, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, Dinosaur Train, Odd Squad, and Arthur. Wasn't LeVar Burton starting up something, the Reading Rainbow case? Was it? Was he, is that what he was promoting when he was uh, trying no, to No, he, he had a podcast. Okay. That's what I think he was promoting. Okay. Are, those, are those available for... Uh... 
are those are those? I assume they're recorded somewhere. The Reading Rainbow stuff with him. That's a good question. I, I mean, no right? Because that, that that was a great series. Yeah, to incite yeah. reading. Yeah. By the way, I started that uh, little fires everywhere with Reese Reese Witherspoon last night the, on uh, the, the on series. Hulu. The yeah. series, yeah. How, how is uh, it? I it, I mean, I just watched one episode, but it seems pretty good. There's only uh, four uh, four episodes, though. I thought it would be longer, or maybe they, does does Hulu do it different than? Yeah, uh, what they'll do is they'll they'll do a dump of a couple of episodes. And then they release it weekly. It's kind of like what they did with okay. uh, Handmaid's Tale. Dump, wipe, new episodes. Yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, Michelle Williams and fiance Thomas Kale may be hitched. Ooh. Uh, he sparked rumors of a secret wedding after he was spotted out wearing a band on his wedding finger. Guess what? We might have got married. Uh, Williams was also <laughs> photographed wearing a ring on that finger. Uh, the pair got engaged three months ago. They are expecting their first child together. I put a ring on it. Uh, her daughter with the, the late star Heath Ledger reportedly uh, played matchmaker. Uh, Kale had directed Williams in the Fox FX miniseries Fosse Verdon. Which was great. Which earned her an Emmy as lead actress. Williams was briefly married to musician Phil Elverum from the summer of 18 to 19. And when news of her relationship with Kale broke, there was a mini scandal and rumors that it stemmed from an affair. So, Ooh. Uh, But it looks like they're... Uh, they may be married. You report on the sauciest aspects of Hollywood. I try to get in there, man. <laughs> try to get deep in there. You're like the Rona Barrett of our generation. Um, all right. On Instagram Live, Bachelorette alum Hannah Brown shared some thoughts on her rumored on-again flame Tyler Cameron's package. Oh. Yes. She asked him to, quote, put that thing away, at which he covered his crotch with a bandana. With a Band-Aid. Mm, yeah, with a Band-Aid. <laughs> Uh, and that's all that I have on that. So story. no, wow. no size, or just simply she saw it. Was she commenting on its enormity? How big was the bandana? I, I don't know. I don't have these finer details for you, Steve. I'm sorry. Uh, how about this? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow isn't taking any chances. She braved the local farmers market on Sunday in Pacific Palisades, uh, but not without latex gloves, a mask, and proper social distancing. I want you to get away from me. According to TMZ. You're too close to me. My name is Gwyneth Paltrow Bain. It would be great if any mask that you wear would actually make your voice sound like that. I'm fighting a pandemic. I'm afraid of acquiring the coronavirus, which is part of the new world order. Social distancing and all that nonsense. Yes. Uh, Did Brad, you guys see her mask? Uh, no. So she's wearing uh, dark black sunglasses and then a black mask and then a black dress. So, it, Steve, it really looks like she's wearing a Bane mask. <laughs> Is she like Antifa? It, yeah, kind of case. Yeah, she looks like Antifa. I would like to purchase a ceramic egg that soothes my vagina. It kind of sounds like... Uh, uh... <laughs> Oh, what was uh, Regina King's character in uh, Watchmen Night? Yeah, uh, Sister Night. Sister, Sister Night. Night. Yeah. Oh, that'd be oh, that'd be great. Yeah, it kind of looks like Sister Night. And it, it, it's confirmed that like it's not helping you to wear a mask, right? No, it's you not have at all. The, the well, virus. yeah, but if you, I think some people may be doing it uh, out of protection. That, that, well, that they might be a carrier and not know it. They may. You never know. That's that's part of. Uh, protecting other people. I, at least that's what I'm thinking. So just as a preventative measure because they're saying that some people aren't symptomatic and maybe walking around with it. So it might be a good idea to do that if you feel so. If you feel you have it, yes, that that would work. Absolutely. If you think it, there's any sign that you think you might have it, you can. But the, the, what they're really concerned about is that people using them up and keeping them from the medical workers, mm -hmm. which is an issue. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, so anyhow, uh, Brad Falchuk also joined her and followed the advice of uh, public health pros, but ditched the gloves close to home 
when Noah's around. And it's also possible maybe she just didn't want to be recognized, too, because she could do that. <laughs> She's right very now. famous, Preston. She is very famous. <laughs> Runs goop. Liam Hemsworth and uh, girlfriend Gabriella Brooks ventured out to catch some waves and uh, make out Ooh. in Australia. Uh, the pair have been connected for a few months now and have been seen out multiple times with family members. Now, you have to realize that there's about a million other things besides coronavirus that can kill you in Australia. Yeah, mm, so that's true. Actually, in, in Australia, making out with someone who has the coronavirus is a safer aspect to life than just living in Australia. Uh, the Costume Designers Guild is rallying support among its members to sew masks for hospitals who face a shortage amid the pandemic. The uh, president of the guild, Salvador Perez, tells Variety, we are organizing all our members from local 892 and local 705 customers who can sew to manufacture mm. masks for hospitals. That's so, very cool. Yes, yeah, so like the wind. Uh, it will be good to keep busy and help the community. So uh, like the wind, very old one. <laughs> uh, several productions, including Grey's Anatomy and The Good Doctor, as we reported yesterday, have already donated their masks and gowns. Will they have Broadway-type flourishes, Preston, with feathers and things? I and, yeah, so, yeah, because they, they know how to do it, man. They know how to flare it up. Uh, how great is this? This is uh, this is pretty wild. The In the absence of live sports programming... ESPN has stepped up to the challenge by bringing back the best of ESPN 8, The Ocho. The Ocho. I kid you not. That is great. I saw a promo on Twitter yesterday. It was a (laughs) belly flop championship. So it's an uh, homage to the 2004 film Dodgeball, a true underdog story. These mesmerizing, if not precisely, big league real-life competitions include... Stone skipping. Love it. Championship, stone skipping championships, and a pizza box folding contest. <laughs> so this is exactly, you know, uh, this, I would watch that. Yeah. I, the Ocho is, uh, in fact, I watched Dodgeball over the weekend. And, they, hey, they have all the graphics. Just use those. Just use that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So Casey, I believe saw... they're uh, they're going to add marble racing to the programming as well. There That's you go. cool. That's so perfect. of those sports, which would you be most inclined to compete in? I like stone skipping. Oh, to compete in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, easily stone skipping. Am I stone skipping? I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. I could do stone skipping. I'm actually pretty good at that. Okay. Oh. All right. Are you guys calling me out? Is, you is you think you can? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I can get at least five. At least five. Oh, man, I've had, I've gotten them up in the teens before. No way. Did you not? Prove it. I was in Key West <laughs> and skipped it to Cuba. What? Wow. Yeah, Unbelievable. It's got to be the perfect condition. Yeah, glassy water. Yep, absolutely. Yep, yep. Perfect stone. Mm-hmm. Flat, but just a little bit rounded so it doesn't dip under the uh, yeah. under the surface. But Your teens? side throw has What's to be that? good. In the teens? I, I mean, where it goes like one, two, three, four, five, six, Like, yeah. And, and if you count them quick enough, yeah, yeah you can. 35, 36, 38, I don't think I've ever made it to 20 or anything like that. But, wow. but I've okay. definitely got it more than 10. I'm not at your level then. I, th- I mean, I thought I was good. Yeah. But I'm not surprised. You have a knack at doing things like late hits. At Stone Skipper. You got the gift, boy. You got what we call the skipping. I've got the skipping. <laughs> From Touchstone Pickers, Pictures, the rock skipper. Oh, God. Uh, no, Casey's always amazed at these weird little <laughs> hand eye-hand coordination things that I'm good at. Preston can pick things up. Yeah, for anybody listening out there, uh, he has um, his hand-eye coordination is uh, it's really really good. I would like to see Preston if you could, because I know that you can juggle uh, three. 
I'd like to see if you could maybe get up to four or five. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Four, four is hard. Five is damn near impossible. There are people that are obviously professionals that can do that type of thing, but four is hard. I've, I've tried. I need to put more of an effort into it. I yeah. do know the technique. It's different. It's way different than doing three. Yeah. I bet you a lot of that has to come from the fact uh, that you practice drumming. That's part of it, Because you have, to, you have to have uh, that sort of uh, muscle memory that reflects going on, right? You need, uh, fact, you fact, need fact. Uh, independence of the limbs yes. yeah. in order to play. So, But that does help out, yes. I think because I'm okay at, at juggling, maybe if I tried it with live chainsaws, that way... That would probably motivate you... That's incentive. ...to not drop and, and catch properly. Right. Maybe. All right, hey, uh, before we go into the clips... Yeah, we still got some time to play with. Uh, there are some pieces of audio, and, and uh, uh, Steve collects these pieces of audio, and sometimes I, I miss out and I don't play them, and they're, they're a few days old. But let me let me go with uh, some ones you sent over today. There's uh, one from Danny DeVito. Yes. Was this the one that was along with, because um, he and De Niro and, yes. and also um, Ben Stiller? DeVito's was the best. Yeah, okay. the, the, the audio quality was the best, so I stuck with that one. All right, uh, this is Danny, uh, who is uh, giving advice uh, for people to stay home. Hi, everybody. It's Danny DeVito, and I'm asking you from the bottom of my heart, stay home. I mean, everybody. I mean, we got this virus, this pandemic, and, you know, young people can get it, and they can transmit it to old people. The next thing you know, I'm out of there. Please do us a favor, all of us, and stay home, not spread this virus around. There you go. Nice. I, I still love uh, Mel Brooks with his son. That was great. A, that was a great one. It's great. These older these older actors are going. Please don't kill us. <laughs> we we still want to live and work a little bit longer. Max Brooks saying, "I could t- if I were to do this, I could take out like five comedy legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Dick and, Van Dyke, yeah. Carl Reiner, <laughs> yep. Mel Brooks, because they all hang out together. Exactly. Uh, Jennifer, what is this? Jennifer is seen peeing during office video oh, conferences. So, oh, this isn't a celebrity. Right, right, oh, right. Oh, this is that, yeah, the, we, we talked about it yesterday. If you want to roll with something which is weird, Madonna's... Yeah, bizarre bathtub video? Yeah, her advice during Corona times. She's sitting... You want to talk about yesterday. someone who's effed uh, up their face, Preston. This yep. is, It just looks... It looks like a slee stack sitting in a bathtub. <laughs> All right, here we go. That's the thing about COVID-19. It doesn't care about how rich you are. She's sitting naked in a bathtub. How famous you are. How funny you are. How smart you are. Where you live. What is this, like, eyes wide shut music in the background? That's really what it is. And it's like, people are like, even friends of hers, I think, are responding on Twitter like, "What, what? How old you are. It's the great equalizer. And what's terrible about it is what's great about it. What's terrible about it is it's made us all equal in many ways. Mm-hmm. What? And what's wonderful about it? Wait, wait. Shouldn't that be good? It's made us equal in yeah. okay. Yeah. Is that it's made us all equal in many ways? See, she got you. Uh, she got you. Madonna. Oh, he pulls one up. Whatever, man. We're in many ways, but not always, because I still am better than you. This is my rubber ducky. (laughs) (laughs) You're the one. You make bath time so much fun. Steve, Steve, Madonna love Froggy. Madonna love Froggy. Froggy love Madonna. Madonna. Blazing. Damn your eyes, man. (laughs) 
All right, we have another. Uh, here, look, look they, uh, Connor pulled up the video. That's look at that. Look at that. Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah, her oh. face looks way, way that's off. Her? That's yeah. Madonna. No, that's not. That is Madonna sitting in the tub. It looks like she's bathing in half and half. Yep, you're right. Uh, all right, there's a, a great video that Neil Diamond did yesterday. It's awesome. Uh, watch it with my daughter because he sings Sweet Caroline. He changed a few of the words. Right. Uh, but Neil, who who retired from uh, touring. Parkinson's? I think he has Parkinson's, but man, he still sounds great. It, it, listen. He still sounds great. He has a, uh, um, a, a milder level of it, and he just felt it was sort of impacting his singing game. Yeah. But I agree with you, Preston. He does sound great. Yeah, here's uh, him. Uh, I don't know how much of this we have, but here we go. Where it began, I can't begin to know it, but then I know it's growing strong. Wasn't the spring, and spring became the summer. Who'd have believed you'd come along? Out. Don't touch me. <laughs> I won't touch you. Sweet Caroline. Good times never seem so I love that man. Yeah. I love that man. He's so great. And this video is so sweet. It's awesome. It's great. And, uh, uh, you know, like I was watching the monkeys over the weekend, as everyone, I'm sure, in America, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, on right. MeTV. But uh, Neil Diamond wrote a number of their their big hits, you know, in the early on. And they're just, you talk about a guy who's got the gift. Carol King has the gift to write the hookiest, yep. but yet substantive songs. Yeah. So, so good. So good. So good. It's like getting your butthole tattooed, Preston. Well, oh, it's so, so good. So good. <laughs> one last one. This was from uh, yesterday as well. Uh, do we have uh, Steve Martin playing yes, banjo in the park? Yep. Uh, does he talk on this at all, or does he just play? Uh, I don't remember, because I, I put the clip up a couple days ago, but I think he just starts playing. All right. He's great, by the way. I wonder, I, I have this question, and I know this is probably a basic question. So when you are a musician like that and, and you're playing or someone who plays a guitar wonderfully or whatever, uh-huh. when you're in the moment playing it, can you enjoy it as a person listening to it? Oh, yeah. You can. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I mean, banjo is a very difficult instrument to play, too, because it's all finger-picking. It's yeah. not, it, I mean, there's there's a little bit of strumming, but for the most part, it's it's finger-picking. My dad tried to play the banjo when I was a kid. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was goddamn thing. <laughs> it was like that, man. It was terrible. He just, he appreciated, he loved the music so much. He, yeah. 
I, and, and, and hats off to him. He gave it the old college try. That's yeah. all you're supposed uh-huh. to do. Yeah. How long before it became part of a wall? Oh, man. Well, it, fortunately, it didn't. I picked it up and farted around with it a little bit, but it was just, it was embarrassing. Were you able to do it better than him? I, probably. It's like that one of those, probably pissed him off. It's really like he's yeah. doing, doing, and you pick it up. <laughs> this goddamn thing's broken. <laughs> Uh, my dad had a banjo as well, and he was never a, a picker. He was always a strummer on okay. it. I actually have the banjo. It's, uh, it's okay. it is oh. mine now. So, like in uh, the Mummers, a lot of those string bands, they're yes. just strumming the banjo. Yep, yep, so you yep. can do that. But to, to really to play bluegrass and stuff like that, you gotta you yep. gotta, gotta be a picker. It can be, uh, and you don't normally you think about it as, as a as an upbeat sound. But the the banjo can be a, an emotional. It can. Yeah. It can be. There, there's a, I, I love this band called the Avid Brothers, and they have a couple of songs where. They're playing the banjo, and I'm like, "That is beautiful." Like you, normally, it's kind of like a, no. Normally, it's just kind of like a fun little sound. Yeah. Um, but the, they hit a couple of notes. I'm like, "Man, that is that is really pretty." Hey, the Rainbow Connection is played on a yeah. banjo. Mm-hmm. That's one of the prettiest songs ever. Boy. All right, we're gonna. No, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna we're do clips. We gotta hurry up. We gotta hurry up. Oh. So when here we go. Uh, when Scott. Receives a cancer diagnosis. He and his wife recruit friends to be father figures for their children in Council of Dads. In this clip, co-star Sarah Wayne Callies discusses how viewers can relate to the show during these uncertain times. Here we go. I think this is something that maybe has a place now more than ever in a time when people feel so alienated and anxious and depressed and afraid and uh, far away from one another. And so... It feels like exactly the right time, kind of zeitgeist-wise, for this, because we need it. Ah, bullshit. <laughs> Series premiere of Council of Dads airs tonight at 10 on NBC. Jack Valence doesn't agree. Side note, she said the word zeitgeist, and every t- any time that word is ever used, I think about the time we pranked Casey <laughs> into thinking that management wanted to send him to talk to the CEOs at all the, all the higher-end uh, the the higher up uh, executives of our company and Steve, you, <laughs> the wording that you right, did right. in your fake letter was like to describe the zeitgeist of of the uh, of of what this the soul of the company is and all this stuff. And <laughs> it's uh, you always hear zeitgeist on about or just things like that or all these all these words that are just yeah. just, just just sentence fillers. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah I, I remember that. But we yeah. were just kidding. So, yeah. yeah, all right. I Let, didn't fall for it. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the next clip. <laughs> Uh, Four Life centers around Aaron Wallace, who becomes a lawyer after he's been sentenced to life uh, in prison for a crime he did not commit. In this clip, producer 50 Cent. 50 Cent? Yeah, discusses assembling the best cast for the show. Here we go. I know what I could do with it. And then just putting together the right group of people to bring it together with Doug you know, Robinson and Allison Greenspan. And then we bring Hank into the play. And then we get Hank there and insert all the information. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm giving two seasons, but two seasons, I, second season, I'll be the number one show on ABC. Uh, for Life airs tonight, 10 o'clock on ABC. <laughs> That's a high powered pitch he was putting out there. No, big time. <laughs> this guy can say, it's going to be a second season, catch the second season. I say, yeah, you for the second season. And the guy from the first season come out and I say, if you come back, that's going to be the second season. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. He's doing what he's doing. Yeah, promo selling machine. it hard. Promo machine. Yep. All right, that is the entertainment report. If you're just joining us, we have a new configuration 
uh, today. Nick McElwain from his home, like we did yesterday. That worked out well. From McElwain Estates. Uh, we have uh, Kathy Romano, who is at home as well. And Marissa Magnata, who I can just, I don't have her up all the time. But if I say, hey, Marissa, how you doing? I'm great, Preston. We'll hear you? that. You see that? There what, you go. What room are you in in your, in your sprawling condominium? <laughs> I'm in my living room, which is uh, just a few f- feet away from the kitchen, just a few feet away from the bedroom. And the kitchen has the normal utilities like a stove and things like that, refrigerator, right? Just to kind yeah, of give us a visual image. Hear, you guys didn't hear my dishwasher running this morning, did you? No, no, no. Good. That's uh, good to know. Kathy, what, what, you know what? Let's let's come back and do this. Cause we'll it's do this. Starting <laughs> it's 10 content. Okay. We have content. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you guys, but it's already, it's 10 minutes after 7, so we're, so we're running uh, late as it is. So We can't even be on time in a pandemic. Let's take a break and come back in a moment. We will have Tom Segura on the program around 8.30 this morning yeah. and uh, a few other things to get to, so we will return in just a sec. Make sure you stay with us. Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Before we dive into stuff, um, it's time to do this. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, Daily Rush Madness. Let me announce our winners from day two. Uh, so you know that uh, where your vote went and whether or not you were amongst the crew that voted for these winning videos. Uh, the first matchup we had was Preston's birthday mystery guest, guest against Harry Schnitt. Actually, I think these are going in reverse order. It doesn't matter. The winner of that one was Preston's birthday mystery guest. So that moves on in the Annabelle uh, section or region. You had the preacher defends a private jet against the King's Speech 2 been come to known as. The Preacher won that one. Wow. Which is awesome. And then uh, the other matchups were in the Hey Bitches region, The Bachelor Got Hard and Can't Find the Door versus the Texas Butthole Tickling Bandit. The Bachelor won that one. Uh, Then you had Preston's Aha Moment against Gene Simmons Chicken. Winner of that one? Gene Simmons Chicken. Wow. Again. And then the final matchup was E.T., the entertainment reporter, Versus the Visco Girls, and we knew this was going to win. It was E.T., the entertainment reporter, taking the win and moving on to the next round. Some uh, some some great choices. The competition, obviously, is going to get a lot more difficult as we move along. All right, so today's matchups, there are four of them. I'll highlight the first one. It is in the Annabelle region. Annabelle region. <laughs> and our first matchup is top Sylvester Stallone movies versus... Who messed with the board? So let's get a clip from each of those. This is from Top Sylvester Stallone Movies. You can't have the cure without the disease. I'm Robert Smith, and you're the cure. <laughs> <laughs> the cure. You give me crap for wearing eyeliner in my hair. You say it looks weird. I'm telling you, this is beginning of something big. Oh, my God. Smeared lipstick. <laughs> I don't know. Look at this. It's Friday is the day I'm in love. Oh, Friday. That's the day for love. <laughs> Take it again. I can't take it. Thursday, I'm in love. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Friday. <laughs> That's when people traditionally fall in love. All right, so that one. Uh, and by the way, the, the artwork for that video was just a scream. It was Robert Smith. <laughs> But it was Stallone's face, but Robert Smith's makeup and yes. hair. It is just fantastic. All right, and then the, uh, it goes up against uh, Who Messed With The Board. Let's remind ourselves what that video was about. Wow. 
I don't know who's on the phone. I don't know what they have to say. It's got to do this. Is this because of cleaning? Of course it is. it is. (laughs) You touched something. I didn't do the board. Can you talk to them through that? uh... Yeah, I can. Okay, Casey's going to (laughs) interpret. Hey, WMMR, who's this? (laughs) John, how you doing, bro? What's your answer, man? Hey, John, can you hear me? No, Casey, there. (laughs) Jesus. Let me try this again. John, can you hear me? Barely. By the okay. way, I think he said his name is Ken. Is this John or Ken? He did say Ken. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wasn't answering. That was a fun morning. I do remember that one. But uh, which video is going to end up winning? We will find out by your votes, which you can vote now uh, through PrestonandSteve.com. Are you kidding me? The board froze up while we were just doing no, that segment? No, oh. no, no. I, I messed up. All right, so anyhow, uh, <laughs> you can vote now, PrestonandSteve.com. The day three matchups are rolling out as we speak. You get 24 hours to do, do that. So please let us know. We are dying to hear from you about that. So uh, And it'll give you something to do today. Watch the Daily Rush videos. I enjoyed voting yesterday. Well, not voting, but making my choices. I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, I'm biased, obviously, on a oh, lot you of these things. Uh, well, I just think it's, you know, we're, we're, I'm too invested. Should I vote? Yeah. Can't right. if you want to, absolutely. All right. All I right. mean, the I president's been... vote in the presidential election. You elections. know you're right. And um, this is just as important. I have not been voting, but you know what? I probably should. So I, I do make do my that. choices, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, and I think everything so far has been really wild. You mentioned sometimes the president these titles. And I forget what they were oh, about. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. so many of them. Yep, I'm the same way. Um, okay, so we have uh, remote broadcasts, like I said. If you're, if you're just tuning in, and I'm going to reiterate this information through the course of the morning until we're all up to speed on what's going on. Nick, who broadcast from his house yesterday, is there today. Kathy is now from her home. People were at, and so is Marissa. Marissa's at her apartment in the city, and... Um, uh, people were asking why Kathy's sounds so much better than everybody else's. It's, it's the gassiness. It's the, uh, yeah. the gassiness. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah she's she's no. in a tighter room now. <laughs> she's got she's got a more professional setup. Uh, oh, all right. Nick and Marissa are, are on what's called a Comrex, which is essentially it's just software. Yes, and they're using their their phones, right? Yeah, uh, as or iPads, as, but or yeah, still, yeah. Uh, as the broadcast equipment. Uh, Kathy has uh, engineering went over there yesterday. Rodney gave her a setup with a microphone and and this whole unit. So actually, I'd like to say that um, I set this up myself. Shut up! No way. Well, listen, I, I FaceTimed with Rodney. Okay, all right, but he <laughs> but I did set up. Us. But it was actually it was it was really easy. It, it was more difficult on Rodney's part back at the studio than it was for me. But um, yeah, everybody, I'm getting messages. Uh, even Bill texted me said that the mic sounds really good. So by the way, speaking of FaceTime, we're trying to FaceTime each other yeah, right now. We so we can't that, do that. So we can. Well, no, we have everybody, but. You and by the way, Casey, your phone is pointed at the ceiling. Can you put it up oh, so they can actually see? I was wondering see who that was. That's that you. I thought that was Kathy. No. Uh, Kathy's not on. Uh, Marissa has uh, her her iPad is being used as the broadcast unit, so we can't do that. But how did Nick Murphy get on here? Is he... I, I added him. Okay. I love him. I, well, I love yeah. him, too, but, I mean, he's... Wave, Nick Murphy. Hi, Nick Murphy. Why do we need him there? Uh, I love him to death, I want to but... see him. I don't. I, I think don't... he was on that original. He was on that original group when we first okay, tried to do this when we tested it out. I don't have a way to bring his audio up. So, no, no, uh, you so, don't. Uh, so we're just looking at him. Hi, Nick. How you doing? Just waving, <laughs> saying hi. That's all there is to it. He, he can't hear us. He's not waving back. He's just he's looking he'll, like he'll hear you in forty seconds. Oh, is this <laughs> in the radio? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, uh, and and Kathy, we we know where Nick is because we talked about that yesterday. But Kathy. Uh, where are you in your home? 
I'm in my office. In your office, okay. You have an office? And I, do. I, I was FaceTiming her earlier, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you set up a backdrop. <laughs> Uh, Did she really? No, oh. it's her curtains. <laughs> okay. and But it looked like she had prepared and made sure that everything looked lovely and ready to go. People I, of America! Uh, I do want to hang some lights back there. You should. Are you are you using any sort of uh, lighting to make it more pleasant for us to look at you or no? No, but what I will say is I'd like to try the FaceTime um, from my my laptop instead of my computer because the lighting makes me look much better on the laptop. Well, th- then we, yes, we insist on that. We don't want to be <laughs> your scared. laptop rather than your computer. Yeah, so I have my laptop from work and then I'm in the in my office, so I have a, 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 big, a computer here. So I was originally oh. using that and that's where we were able to FaceTime Preston um, was, was from my computer, but then for some reason the calls were coming through my laptop. I guess everything is connected. Yes. So I tried to then connect you through the laptop, but that Are you saying laptop? Sounds like you're saying lab top. Lap top. Lap top. Okay. Um, and, and, I know what it is. And so, yeah, I know, but it sounded, it, like you said it like four times. I thought and you said it, lab top. Yeah, it, anyway, hey, so all this, we're not able to connect to you because you want better lighting? No, is that no, what's no. going I'm, on here? I'm joking. I'm oh, joking. Okay. Relax. No, the, the calls were first coming through on the computer, uh-huh. uh, and now they're not coming through on the computer, and they're coming through on my work device, but... We can't connect through that for some reason. All right, so what we'll, we'll remedy that. We're going to need actually your um, your Apple um, ID, yeah. right? And then that will allow Casey to send out an invite to you through FaceTime because we're seeing everyone else and yeah. uh, they they look wonderful. Yeah, that's annoying. And you'll be the last edition, and it'll be fine. Okay. okay. But uh, the consolation is you have the best audio of everyone. That's true. All right, well, so take it for what it's worth. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, I, I, there have been a lot of stories. Real quick, can I read a couple of emails? Please. Uh, and these are all from healthcare workers. Yes. Uh, so uh, I wanted to pass along their information and so forth. So here's an email from Kim in Drexel Hill. Kim S., it says here. It says, hey, I'm a healthcare worker at a large Philadelphia hospital. Uh, when I got in my car at 620 this morning to go to work, all I wanted was to hear your voices. If you guys were there live, then I knew I, I would know at least there was something normal in the world. Uh, the world is turned upside down, but you guys were there, and you're getting us through our morning. I actually laughed for the first time in days. Uh, again, I'm sure I speak for so many of us who go to work during a very scary situation. We appreciate you all, uh, all the air staff and MMR staff. Uh, keeping our city laughing during a really tough time. We hope that you're able to continue seeing us through this. Thanks again, Kim S. in Drexel Hill. So she is a healthcare worker. Thank you very much. That means so much. That's so awesome. Here's another one uh, from a nurse. Longtime listener. She said, uh, the hardest hit and most on the line are healthcare workers. Yeah. Uh, we're on the front lines against us, risking our lives and our family's health to help. This is what we do, uh, but we need to be properly equipped. Uh, the nation is facing a shortage of personal protective equipment, or it's short for shortened PPE. Yes. Uh, healthcare providers rely on things such as mask, masks, gowns, gloves, head covers, shoe covers, antibacterial wipes, cleaners, uh, so we can do our job. Special masks, not just paper surgical masks, commonly seen with ear loops, uh, protect COVID-19. N95 masks, uh, the kind you see on healthcare workers in other countries, Filter virus is the best. Regular people have bought these masks for home use when healthcare providers could really use them. We can't take care of you or your loved ones if we are sick. Um, we're being told by the CDC to and and in turn our hospitals that we can wear masks long past when they should be worn. The CDC has said that we can use a scarf in a pinch. And our own president has even said that we can just bleach and sanitize our masks. But that's not how it works. 
These masks are supposed to be one-time use. They are filters. If they get wet, uh, they're no longer effective. Uh, anyway, my point of all this is it would be much appreciated, she wrote, uh, if you could spread the word about donating any PPE to local hospitals. Uh, I'm registered. I'm a registered nurse in Chester County Hospital. And I'm proud to be a nurse. I never thought that I'd be a nurse in a pandemic and my coworkers, and I would love to be able to do our jobs with proper protection. CCH is accepting donations as well as just about every other hospital and EMT in this area. Uh, please stay healthy and stay home unless it's absolutely necessary. That's from Cecilia Pisano, registered nurse. So I was reading, Preston, that the supply of the, the masks that these healthcare workers used was really took a massive hit during the H1N1. Uh, virus, and so they went through a lot of them, oh, wow. and, and they weren't as um, uh, restored as as uh, uh, obviously we needed them to be. But um, so yeah, there are, there are, there are people out there from all different you know construction workers and stuff uh, on certain construction sites have been donating. Certain construction companies have been donating uh, masks of this nature. So you know maybe do an inventory or think about what you might have at work and if you can send those to these uh, to these yeah. medical workers, yeah. that'd be great. Or even if you've you've bought some stuff that. Kathy's on, by the way. Oh, she is. She's oh, Ka- Ka- Casey was sitting here waving, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> oh, so, so Kathy's on now. All right, anyhow, um, that's our FaceTime that we're talking about. Yes. So, oh, you, and you need I you got need it. Yep, yep, yep. Do you hear that? There Stop it! <laughs> got yep, it. Yep, Check. Yep, 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 So anyway, see if you have masks. Uh, here's another email, uh, from, uh, a friend we work with. Kelly sent this over from a friend said, Hey, this is probably going to sound really corny, but I know that, uh, that you know, everyone on the president's team show, can you pass this message to them? I want them to know how much, uh, what they do means as someone on the front line during this crazy, scary time in the world after is much needed. And she goes on to say, she, she listens to the podcast and so on, uh, which is wonderful. And, and we appreciate that. We are very happy to continue to go to work. Uh, but, um, you know, obviously there are people that are doing some real things, uh, like the healthcare workers, like the truck drivers, delivery service. Oh my God, uh, you're so police right. Police force and all that stuff. Uh, we're, we're, we're still just kind of having fun and we're happy to, to spread that fun along. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we tip the hats to those who are working really, really hard during all this time. We did have a, you know, a conversation yesterday and we've ta- been talking here and it, so this is one level of normalcy so that this continues. It's sort of what you're... Uh, you expected to do when you're in the broadcast of industry and, and uh, you know, to, to, to go through weather, weather or whatever or pandemics and make sure you're there to broadcast. And so it's, it's our honor and pleasure to do this. But again, Preston, you're right. These are the people who are really, um, really working hard to get us through this. By the way, this email was from uh, Natalie, who's a nurse at Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital in uh, Camden. All right. Um, so, yeah, I have, I have a lot of stories. I think I noticed these stories. You're noticing oh, you know, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed this. Noticer, pandemic edition. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll start with some good news, okay? Uh, I is it a Taco Tuesday? Uh, no, it's not Taco Tuesday. Well, yes, it is. Actually, it is. <laughs> Uh, that is good news, damn it, Steve. God damn it. Hopefully you have, uh, you know, you can run to the store and get some stuff to uh, to make tacos with. Although or take the, out tacos. Although the uh, the the soft um, tortillas, there's a, used, there's a run on those. They're, they're being, being used, used for toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper. <laughs> but there, there is a run on those. You can't use the hard shells because you'll cut up your ass. Uh, but speaking of food, um, the area Domino's are hiring. I got this email 
uh, from their media relations contact who sent it over. Uh, Domino's franchise owner locations are looking to hire about 700 new team members across more than 142 stores throughout the Philadelphia area. I love 700 this. jobs. I love because honestly, again, no one is expecting this to go on forever. If you've been if you've been laid off your job with the hopes that you get reinstated on the other side of this, when it does end, this could be a bridge. Or this yeah. could be a job or th- this that could, continues. You never know. And, and Steve, yes, it's not going to go on forever. But what we don't know, it may be a couple of weeks. It may be a couple of months. Yep. So if it's a couple of months. You're going to need this. You, can, you might need some money. So the uh, positions include delivery drivers, custom service, uh, customer service representatives, assistant managers, and managers. So you've reported on Acme. You've reported on Amazon. You've reported on Giant. You've reported on. There's more. There's more. There's more. Uh, CVS, uh, Health Pharmacy. What was that? That was Kathy giggling. Okay. I don't know. I heard something out of my phone. So CVS Health Pharmacy chain has 50,000 new jobs to fill. Wow. In order to meet a surge in demand for uh, medicines and other supplies during the epidemic. Uh, the company is looking for store clerks, home delivery drivers, distribution center employees, and customer service pros. Uh, interviews will be conducted over the Internet. Pizza Hut has 30,000 permanent jobs open. Wow. Uh, with delivery drivers particularly needed. Uh, so I don't know what locally. I just know that Domino's locally is hiring 700 for sure. But at Pizza Hut, I'm sure, is hiring as well. Any any place that's involved in food delivery, because obviously that's a lot. That's now that the business model has shifted mm-hmm. temporarily to that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. to producing as much food as they can to get it out of the, the drive the window or curbside delivery. So check our website for the local places that are open because yesterday we wanted to. We've been eating, you know, food just around the house because yeah. we, we've got. Some surplus, and we wanted to cook food that we have. Last night, we we're like, let's eat out. Let's let's order out. Let's get something. And we called three places in my area, and all three were closed. And I was like, oh, oh, really? man, oh, I got my yeah. mouth all ready for what I wanted to order. I was all set and everything, but they weren't open. So, unfortunately, um, uh, you know, we didn't eat out last night, but uh, what you need to do is check the website. By the time we'd gone through all three of these, I'm like, I'm just going to make something to eat because I'm yeah. going to uh, but uh, I'm going to go and check and see what area, local uh, spots are open in my area through WMMR.com. I did do takeout last night, and I did takeout for a couple of days. So if you want to, you know, limit your your exposure or whatever, mm-hmm. got a lot of, and it was basically um, a, a whole bunch. Are you going to pick it up, or are you I went to pick it up? Okay, good. yep. And I went to pick it up, and so is it a, a harvest? In and and, and there, it's one of the uh, businesses listed uh, on our list, and you can add to the list. It's so easy if you go to PrestonSteve.com. If you're a business mm-hmm. that is open for business with takeout, uh, the, obviously the hours were between four and eight. And a lot of businesses are doing it for for dinner or for lunch, depending on what they're doing. But they are open, and in, in many cases, that money is being used to go directly to the salaries of the people, the, the workers, the waitresses, and 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 waiters and bartenders. Who are temporarily without income. So, um, yeah, it's a good thing to do. And then I would also recommend if you do have the wherewithal to do it, tip as you as if you were dining in. Right. You know, it does help. I mean, if you can. I mean, financially, everybody's taking a hit now. But, uh, you know, I actually cooked last night myself. What'd you make? I made some burgers. Burgers. I made some burgers on the grill because it was such a beautiful day. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's go out and <laughs> it grill. It was raining like a mother. No, but by the time I cooked dinner, uh, actually the sun was out and, and everything like that. But, um... I did when I was driving past my shopping center, and actually I drove through the shopping center. They have these like pink signs uh, for uh, places where you can do takeout. 
Is that like oh, cool. a, I don't know. I, I wasn't sure if that was just something that I was in my neighborhood. I, I, I've been doing it's, a follow-up on a lot of these, Casey, and I guess whatever way they're getting the notifications out, but you'd be surprised how many businesses are actively open for takeout and curbside. He's curious if the pink sign is a thing. Oh, that it, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, yeah. I think it said something, because there was one in front of uh, where the Panera is, and then another one in front of like uh, where the Popeyes and uh, Salad Works are, and, and I believe... The sign said grab and go, maybe? Maybe they're just using, I mean, because the pink sign will stand out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, maybe they just strategically chose that color to, yeah. to do it. But I haven't heard of the of the pink sign. Yeah, I wasn't sure if so. it was a um, a trend. <clears throat> yeah, but a pink triangle means they're a lesbian, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. So lesbians, curbside <laughs> lesbian delivery. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'd like someone with shorter hair, a little bit more masculine. <laughs> uh, oh, and I, I wanted to pass this text along. It says, for once in our lives... The men and women of the trash and waste industry rank up there with the doctors and nurses as essential personnel. You guys rock. That is true, man. Yeah, we're doing we, a great we put job. Out our trash yesterday, and yeah. I'm like, I hope they take it. Today was trash day. And yeah, I, I forgot to put mine out. Oh no! Oh. Don't forget to put because your you're probably going to generate more trash with people being at home longer. You yeah. know, or if you can recycle and turn that trash into food, that'd be great. I turn your trash into food the way the goats eat it. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, why can't we, have we not learned anything from goats? All right, uh, I noticed a few other things. More for the noticers, notice some other things. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I noticed that. Um, I noticed that that uh, obviously people are are stuck together. And what what is the what's the deal with sex? Oh, uh, right now during I think this that's pandemic. when you whip it out and go to town. Yeah, uh, no, Casey, what? Uh, no, I, I saw something about this. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so the Department of Health issued guidances Saturday on ways to stay COVID-19 free when the birds and bees beckon amid the pandemic. Uh, and essentially, the word is spank it. Really? Uh, yes. That, uh, not, not, not that's what you should do. Listen, if you live with someone and you're staying in... Bang away. Go for it. Have, but, a, have the time of your life. You, They recommend you have a six-foot penis. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, six feet. Yeah, because for proper distancing. Right, right. And I... just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Preston. Back that only your... gets part of it done. Mm-hmm. All right, let's say a seven-foot penis. Okay. Uh, uh, six feet, six inches. Okay. <laughs> well, but because I'm I'm the one leaving the house on a, on a daily basis, um, you know, we're... I haven't kissed my wife in weeks. Really? Yeah. Well, I yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I listen. I'm not. I'm not going to subscribe to that. Uh, you know. I, I think if you live with somebody, it's it's okay to go ahead the, and do that. By the way, there's also a, a case to be made, and we get it. There, we talk about a little bit of anxiety and so on and so forth, and and and. and People not quite feeling in the mood yeah. is, is possible. So, but again, once if you do, so you're saying, Preston. Um, obviously, if you're uh, if you're uh, not sure, uh, as with all, as it's kind of always been the case. Maybe just spank it. But uh, if you are with someone, you've been quarantined with someone. Um, yeah, if you're both under quarantine, yeah, or you're yeah. both staying at home. Yeah, I think yeah. sure, right. But we're not like uh, my wife's home and, and I'm out and about. So yeah, I Tom, Tom catting around, Tom catting around. <laughs> but you're you're being safe as as yeah. you're out. So yeah, I know you I can know. if you want. But listen, I understand if you want if you want that level of uh, of of uh, peace of mind. Well, wait a second. Can we right here in the room? Can we have sex? Of course we can. Okay, all right. We shouldn't, <laughs> but we can. All right. Um, Who's going to be the top? So essentially, uh, yeah, diddling yourself is is the way to go. It says, Again. especially if you wash your hands 
uh, and any sex toys with soap and water for at least 20 seconds before and after. Diddle and Pud go together, by the way. The two words we're trying to bring back into. <laughs> somebody somebody sent me a link with uh, that had to do with Pud. It was some viral video, and somebody said the word Pud, and I'm like, it's starting to happen. It, it, it's catching on. <laughs> pud. Let's replace the coronavirus with the Pud virus. The Pud virus. Uh, the next safe safest partner is somebody you live with. Right. Uh, or having, think you live with. It says, having close contact, including sex with a small circle of people, helps prevent spreading COVID-19. Anyone outside of your household, avoid. And no group sex either, it you says. You can't have group sex? You can't have you group have sex right now. group sex with a small circle of people? Uh, <laughs> it didn't indicate that. Uh, oh, my gosh. All the swingers are going crazy. Oh, absolutely. Kathy, totally. It, it's honestly, it's wrecking that community. Uh, well... Okay, go ahead. Horn dogs who usually meet partners online should take a break. It says video dates, sexting, or chat rooms may be options for you. I wonder how much, and uh, we need to explore maybe, uh, Kathy, if, if uh, I know you have a number of sites bookmarked. <laughs> no, but if you, uh, to, to see. Um, <laughs> sexting? To, I mean, as, as far as various sites that offer um, sexting options or, 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 you know, maybe group sex or, because right. obviously what was the site that was in, uh, that got in trouble for being fraudulent? Um uh, it was the big one where you could, you know. Craigslist? No, no, no. It was another. Do you remember it had some sort of flourishy sort of name? Uh, and it was for, for people who wanted to swing, uh, go outside their marriage. Oh, yeah. Or their oh. relationship. Um, Ashley Madison. Madison that's yeah. It. There yep. we go. All right. So, uh, yeah. So uh, I wonder if if those sites or sites that promote that or help you hook up online for online sex are seeing a boom. Uh, that's a good question, but uh, you're not supposed to... You shouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. I yeah. mean, you can you can explore, but you can't... Oh, no, no, no. On it. Do, it, do it online. In other words, online sex. Now, yeah. uh, I would imagine that the, the cam shows are going through the roof right now, the yes. live cam shows, because I mean, there's no contact at all. And to be honest, we're FaceTiming right now. This is closest to a cam show we're going to get from Kathy ever. Well, <clears throat> you know what, last She's night... in her home. <laughs> I had 2,000 people watching my cam. Your cam. Yeah, I was doing my own stuff. I, I, I do a thing. I do a thing from six to nine. Uh, Self pleasuring. I, oh, I was like, what three hours. I show my top. I do the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, right. I show my Batman. <laughs> well, so was it? It might have even been as. A, uh, it might have been last week, or maybe even as early as a you know uh, over a week ago, where somebody was asking whether or not there would be a baby boom. You know, nine ten months. Yeah, from I now. said that. I thought there would be. Yeah. I, and, and all the experts are saying, yeah. Right? Really? Yeah, they're, they're saying, regard. I mean, obviously we're talking about, I know you brought up the, very logically the sense of our people are quite in the mood for that. But just by just by statistics alone, you're going to have to have an increase. How how much of a boom is there? Will there be in that boom? They're, but they're predicting, you know, a, a boom of sorts. Yeah. All right, so uh, just have sex with yourself is essentially what they're saying. All right, right now? No, not right now. Uh, I noticed another thing. Obviously, it's clear uh, like we are using right now, we're FaceTiming with the uh, the rest of the show members who are at home. Uh, that and and obviously with the lack of uh, physical contact, people are doing more of this. Uh, but according to Diane Madfees, who's she? Uh, she is. It doesn't even say Doctor Diane Madfees. Oh, it says. Doctor Diane Mandy. Uh, no, ma- not Mandy. Madfees. Doctor Diane Mandy. <laughs> Next patient, please bend over. This uh, is gonna sting. It says, just because you're not going outside much doesn't mean you shouldn't apply sunscreen. That, uh, yeah. Why not add more to worry about? Uh-huh. How about don't get into vans with strangers offering candy? Dr. Manthe 
study uh, says that digital screens can take their toll on the skin. And, Shut up! And that when we're so wait, we have to wear sunscreen because of our digital screens. That when Get we're work, when we're here. working from home, we tend to take fewer breaks compared to when we're working in the office. Uh, Doctor Manthe says extended exposure over time to blue light from devices, including computer screens and phones, can increase the production of reactive oxygen species known as free radicals. Okay. When this is all over, I'm going to find Dr. What's her name? Uh, Madfees. Madfees and smash my computer over her. <laughs> uh, oxidative stress on the skin plays a major role in the aging process. Oh, my God. I better put on some sunblock. I'm going on uh, the computer later on. The uh, To curb this issue, you should apply a moisturizer, SPF, to your skin after washing it. Kathy, wear some, wear some sunglasses, put some zinc on your nose, and have one of those sun foils under your <laughs> yes, chin. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, also apply antioxidants to prevent unwanted lines and wrinkles. Huh. Okay. And also, Too says, late for me. If you're going to be working late, you should reapply the SPF after eight oh hours. So oh, let me ask you, if you're watching no. regular TV, should you make sure that you put on sunblock? Right. I, yeah, that's what it says. Well, it says computer screens and phones. Well, what's so the difference? Blue, blue light devices. I'm not really sure. All right. Ask Dr. Manthe. She knows, so I don't... I, don't, I, just I can noticed. explain it to you. Perhaps you can drop by later for drinks. <laughs> wow, you guys are meeting an internet Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And talk about it. All right, anyhow, these are a few things. I, I have loads of stuff uh, that the noticer and the junk drawer has piled up, so we... Well, we're going to need We're going to have to get to this stuff eventually. Um, we need to take a break. We're going to do that very thing. We do have uh, the Bizarre File coming up in just a moment. We also have Tom Segura on the program. And we got matchups in Daily Rush Madness. Please Woo! vote. Uh, go to PrestonandSteve.com and we'll roll out the rest of the matchups as the morning goes on. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Vixen 77. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Vixen 77. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Text real quick says, hey Preston, please don't forget about the veterinary workers. Yes. We're experiencing a huge increase in volume uh, simply because people aren't working. Everybody thinks it's a great time to bring Fluffy to the vet. Uh, meanwhile, ex- our exposure is up that much more, so much so that uh, most hospitals have switched to completely curbside business. Yes, you know what? So there's an animal hospital right down the street from my house, and um, I saw them yesterday coming outside. They had gloves, masks, had their scrubs on, and they were picking up the dog from outside of the car. So they, the people were not coming inside the facility. They were going, getting the animal, and bringing him inside, I guess, for – but they're, they're an emergency service, so I think it probably had to be some sort of emergency. A good, a good point, uh, Kathy. You know, and uh, as I mentioned, I think it was a couple of days ago. But our friend Louis Czechia over at Morris Animal Refuge has a um, has plans in place that he believes could benefit uh, other um, animal hospitals and other animal refuges that are dealing with um, the issues that we're currently all dealing with. Of course, there there is a unique sit- situation that they're dealing with. And if you want to contact him, if you go to my Twitter page, the information is up there, uh, how to contact him directly. He would love to share the information with anybody who's finding it difficult to run their particular organization. All right. Let's do the B-File. Now, 
Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. And let's get right into it. We're going to start with this. I should have hit this a couple of days ago, but it got backed up. And Casey, see if we still have this song uh, somewhere, the jingle. You remember this? Mm-hmm. Do okay, a search on that. All right, so uh, strippers have launched a food delivery service called Boober Eats, which aims to help bring people food who are in self-isolation. Uh, this uh, honestly seems like a copyright infringement pressing. It does, because years ago we used to do a, a thing called Boober. Yeah. And we would take porn stars around, and uh, and a an Uber driver would drive them around and go pick people up, and uh, sh- they would flash them. Yes. And we called it Boober. We even had a jingle and everything, so Casey's looking for that. We actually, at that time, were seeing ahead into the future uh, of about a, a potential pandemic. We did. Yeah. The exotic dancers were left with no business after their strip club, the Lucky Devil in Oregon, closes stores due to people social distancing. And the owner of the club, uh, Sean Bolden, <laughs> came up with the idea of a food delivery service as a joke. But after a huge amount of interest on Facebook, he decided to launch a service. He said, I originally did it as a joke, and I got 150 shares on Facebook, and it's like nothing we've ever had before. Uh, and so I was like, well, why don't we try this? Casey, it might be in the Zeta. You know what, Preston? So when the delivery stripper walks up, do they have them walk really slowly up to the house? Well, it's it's interesting how it works. So the club will be offering its full menu outside of alcoholic beverages, including non-alcoholic drinks, including ginger beer and Red Bull. Uh-huh. Like other delivery services that have sprung up over the last number of, uh, of weeks, it has the same drop-off service. Once an order is placed with the club, two dancers will be assigned to the delivery. The two women will bring the food to the door, all while keeping a safe distance for the self-isolation patron. The service will include a slight performance... Which Bolden says would be the women wearing pasties and booty shorts. Wow. The women will deliver the food, dance for a few seconds, and move on to their next delivery. I so, think yes. no- nothing will have your neighbors respect you more than having that show up on your front porch. Uh, all while keeping sanitary with a disinfectant spray, too. It, it is technically safe, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So that's what they're going to do. You couldn't find it? No, I, uh, I don't even know bad. what could it would be your, labeled as. Do you think you could convince your regular Grubhub delivery guy to come up and do a, a lap dance? Maybe. Yeah. Or a for, safe lap For the right money. Mm-hmm. Marissa might, if you, if you connect with her, she might be able to tell me if it was what it was labeled Marissa, as. Marissa, do you remember is. the boober jingle? I do. Did, wasn't it called something before it was called Boober? Uh, there was flash cab. Or, yeah. yeah, flash cab. Oh, our thing. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> what do okay. you think I was talking about? I thought they made their own jingle. No, I, I said we strippers... made it. We even made a jingle for it. Okay. Okay. So anyway, listen, uh, we're all we're all a little confused right now. I got you. In right. a world where strippers are driving food to your house. Yes. In these sensitive times, <laughs> we all lose our boober jingles. In these trying times. Yes. In these trying times in a world we had not planned on, it's easy to lose your jingles. Uh, so I see flash cab jingle. Let's yeah, see what this is. Okay. Gonna take a ride in the flash cab. <laughs> it's even the flash cab. Likely all confused jingle. All right, never mind. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, I, I, You know what? I, I know what you're talking about now. Okay. You did okay. So, so the pro- all right. I I miss her. I want to make this right. Hey, go ahead. You, if you find it, you find it. Rock yes. on. Listen, okay. I'm going to move on to the we next. Move story. on. A local Florida politician has apologized for telling a public meeting that blowing a hair dryer up your nose can cure the coronavirus. Mm. Oh, great! Oh my God, come on. Yeah, for real. Okeechobee County Commissioner Brian Culpepper bragged about his background as a paramedic. 
as he hailed the madcap cure that he saw uh, one of the foremost doctors who has studied the coronavirus reveal on cable TV. Those are his words. I was a paramedic. In fact, I had my own parachute. Um, uh, He said, this this is his quote, this sounds really goofy. Yeah. And it did to me, too. But it works. He said this at Friday's meeting of his commission, and it was caught on video. He said, the answer was you use a blow dryer. You hold a blow dryer up to your face, and you inhale with your nose, and it kills all the viruses in your nose. Why not just microwave your head? Yeah. Sometimes the cures for, he said, sometimes the cure uh, for some of these diseases are very simple. Can be found right in your local beauty salon. Yeah, his uh, widely debunked claims were met with silence before an awkward, okay. Uh, come again? And another member of the commission warned against misinformation over the potentially deadly virus. It was met with far more hostile audience online, as one might imagine. (laughs) With the commissioner getting called dangerously ignorant, a special kind of stupid, and even dumb as an F. Rock on his own Facebook All right, page. So they didn't come at him too hard. The actual actual opposite, as we've learned, is the truth that if your nasal passages are kept moist, that you're less likely to have cracks that would allow the virus to permeate your nasal passages and get into your system. I have no idea. Yes. Uh, Culpepper on Sunday offered a heartfelt sorry for angry exchanges that he had with critics online, as well as the embarrassment it I caused my fellow commissioners and staff. I will not offer any more suggestions. Unless they are tried and proven, he vowed, asking for forgiveness for any anything offensive that I uttered, he said. So they, you can dispense with the blow dryer treatments? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, and then uh, we'll do one more story and wrap it up. A Plymouth vicar whose niece is a mermaid in Cornwall huh. got a bit hot under the collar when he accidentally set fire to himself during an online sermon. This has everything you want in a bizarre fight. So he's a vicar <laughs> whose uh, sister is a mermaid? She dresses up as a mermaid okay. and swims in the ocean in Corn- Cornwall, and, and she's a local celebrity. And he set himself on fire while doing the sermon. <laughs> Reverend Stephen Beach was uh, preparing the church's online Sunday service, which featured live candles lit on a Christian cross in the background after learning, leaning a bit too close or to one of the candles that caught his jumper which then caught on fire so that's what they call a sweater or a frock uh so it lit his, his jumper on fire uh sharing the video on twitter laura evans the saint ives mermaid said my uncle is the vicar in saint bordeaux parish uh in the video uh, you can see him saying uh, i've just been pausing between these oh oh dear i've just caught on fire oh my word <laughs> I saw the video. It's pretty funny. His shoulder sets on fire. Uh, the video is also shared on the church's Facebook page. His niece reassured follower or viewers that her uncle was okay, and the only thing that was harmed was his jumper. Uh, the video comes after the Church of England, or the Cough E, <laughs> asked for all public worship to be suspended upon uh, until further notice due to the pandemic. Laura Evans, well-known in Cornwall as the St. Ives Mermaid, uh, made her name around four years ago when she started washing up on West Cornwall beaches. She then made her hobby into a business and has been delighting young and old alike at beaches and venues all across Cornwall. Oh, yes, I'm the Cornwall Mermaid. Of yes. course you've heard of me, no doubt. I wash up on local beaches. Yes, uh, as her special appearances gained popularity with hundreds heading to the beach to watch her be washed up on shore. Cornwall sounds boring as half. (laughs) Yes, it does. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File this morning. Boober! 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 There it is! We had it before. (laughs) It was just labeled as Boober. I I know. Um, 
I that's mis- the rub. I misunderstood from the very very get go. I was looking for something because you said recently and. I, everything you said after that, I didn't hear you because okay. I was looking right. for a recent story okay. of strippers singing a boober jingle. Okay. And so I even I had even even I even came across yeah. it. <laughs> Get to the chapel. Uh, Find that boober clip. Listen. I had even come across this. I'm like, this isn't it. This isn't what he's looking for. He's looking for strippers singing some boober jingles. No, I'm going boober. to say here that you are the same person who can rifle quick find something on yes, other sounds. Can. So occasionally, if we have a boober slip up, it's yeah. no problem. I have a hiccup, everybody. So here we go. Boober. Boober. That's me and uh, Kevin Gunn a second, and then you, Casey, yeah. third on, the, on the harmonies. Yeah, Boober. 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 Dude, <laughs> sounds good. I think uh, we need to add Kevin to the River Valley boat. Maybe. Absolutely. Oh. He might be the thing we need. I don't really know. He might know. actually be good. He might be. Wow. Okay, so that was the bizarre file. Uh, we have a few other things set up. We're going to continue the daily rush. We only have four to roll out today. We had to get, uh, in order for the numbers to work out, we had to do six on the first day, five yesterday. We're doing four today um, and for it to end on the proper day that we want to end on. So uh, in the next break, I'll tell you what the next matchup is. So I want to ask you, Kathy, do you appreciate the fact that my FaceTime angle is exactly the same angle you would see me if you were in the studio with us right now? I, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Steve. I didn't want to throw it's you It's like loop. I'm right there sitting next to you. Right. I'm t- you see my profile side the way you'd normally see it. Nick, I did it the same way for you, if you can appreciate that. Uh, there he is. He's looking at his... Thank you. <laughs> you looks, Nick looks the most comfortable. He's sitting on a big couch, all plush and everything. It's very No nice. shirt and tie today, Nick? Uh, that's for the 8 o'clock hour. Okay. okay. <laughs> that's that's when he arrives at work. It's mm-hmm. 8 o'clock. Oh, my uh, God, it was. is. No, 8 p.m. Yeah. Oh, 8 p.m. All right, so, uh, yeah, we've got uh, various people at their homes uh, broadcasting. Marissa is home as well, and we can check in with her from time to time. Uh, but we're we're moving forward with business as usual. So let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get your next Daily Rush Madness. And we should have uh, our buddy Tom Segura on as yeah. well. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So uh, various people in various places on the Preston and Steve radio program as we're trying out some broadcast equipment. I think it's working pretty well. You know, We're just having a tough time getting FaceTime together, <laughs> but I think we got it figured out now. Everybody's on. We can see each other. It's like it normally is every single day. Here. We're all in tiny little boxes when we're here anyway. That's right. <laughs> all right. Uh, we need to do this. It's time. For Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. And so the fight continues amongst our Preston and Steve Daily Rush videos. Today there are four matchups, which you can vote on. And they are live, and you can vote for them now, all of the matchups. We're just rolling them out bit by bit each morning. So the second matchup that we're going to highlight comes from the Hey Bitches region of our brackets. And the two videos going up against each other are... Preston and Steve react to the new Rambo trailer against the corn fart ceremony. Oh, my God. I don't even remember that. I don't either. But let's let's reminisce in a little clip from each of these videos. So here we go. The Rambo trailer. Here we go. It looks like in the scene he's drawing a, a like a, a, a Bowie knife down on 
somebody with beautiful, know. beautiful veneers. I was going to say, yes. his teeth I mean, look nice. Yeah, teeth look great. Yeah. Mets, Medicare, man. In Vietnam, they had the best dentist ever. <laughs> Listen, I want two things. Zoom whitening and close the gap. <laughs> Zoom whitening. I want veneers, a crown, and I want an implant. Dental. He'll get it, too. All right, so that one is going up against... Now, I remember we did a corn fart one the other day, but I don't remember corn fart ceremony. Yeah. Let's get a little taste of what that video was about. Jonathan Davis said, uh, deep within our earth lives an extraordinary force. He's right. Very few are aware of the magnitude and significance of this place where good and evil, dark and light, bliss and torment, torment, loss, gain... And hope and despair all exist as one. Welcome to the nothing. Uh, you just make that? I just made that. Right the beginning. I, one right. more time. All right. I remember that. Oh, my God. All right, so those two videos are facing off against each other, and you can vote, 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 and let us know what you think your uh, favorite amongst those are. There are certainly topics that that make uh, their way into any of these things. Obviously, Stallone ends up in a lot. Oh, man. Uh, Corn well, has. Yeah, we have back-to-back, so the, the last matchup had a uh, had a Stallone yeah. involved in there. So. Got to get his ass on this show. We, oh will, we got Frank. He's been, yeah. uh, I, I'm so glad I started following him on social media. Isn't he great? He has fun. Yeah, he uh, does. Sly has a lot of fun. Did you see the on Instagram? He was sitting there uh, actually longhand writing a script. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I, I came across it, but I didn't yeah. stop and listen to the audio. Yeah. Like, what was he, uh, what was he going on about? I can't get this pen to work. How <laughs> <laughs> did he make this work? He just slided across the paper. Yeah, so he, yes, uh, but he was actually, he was taking, um, some people are very strict about the way they write, and he is one of those people that writes to, likes to write, write it longhand with notes on the side, and oh, then, yeah. Yeah, and then okay. I assume he gives it to someone to type up. He yep. has his own pen line, does he not? We talked about That's that That's right. The air. In fact, it's like a high level. Yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think I vaguely remember Cobra that. pen. <laughs> Cobra pen. This is the pen. It just, it's in his I, mouth yeah. all the time. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You're right, right. <laughs> like the match. Riding like a horse. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I had like a, those really nice pens. Oh, I know. I, I have a, a friend of mine in college who used to write all of his papers out longhand first, and then he would type it up. Oh I'm like, God. that is way too much work. Do most colleges, colleges in general do not accept... They expect everything to be. Well, no, no. Right? Well, that's the thing. He would write it first, and right. then he would type it up after that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and so. But back when I was in college, not everybody had computers in the room. In fact, yeah, like true. nobody had computers. But Kathy, I was. I like those those high quality pens too. I just don't write anything anymore. Neither do at I at all. So, um, you know. And my my handwriting has become almost unintelligible. Yeah, I, I just don't do it time. often enough. Yep, agreed. All right, hey, uh, our guest is on. He's early. Hey, hey, I love that. He's got the new special streaming now on Netflix. It premieres today. He's one of the best, and we love having him by here anytime we can. Uh, it is called Ball Hog. <laughs> I love that term. Please welcome uh, Mr. Tom Segura to the uh, yeah. show. Tom, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. We're we're kind of uh, we've got the the show is extended today. Three of our members are actually at home, but they can hear you. I, you know what, Kathy? Can you say hi to Tom and see if he can hear you or not? Hey, Tom, can you hear me? 
Hey, I can hear you very well. Yeah. Hey. Very good, because we haven't tested that out with, uh, with the at-home people and our guests on the phone line. So we're kind of splitting guys, up for, for safety's sake. You guys still have the nerve to go into an office right now? Yes, yeah. we, we are doing that. Actually, uh, it, it turns out that we, we come in through like particular doors. We don't see a lot of people. The, the building, for all intents and purposes, is shut down. The, the staff here is, is really bare-bones minimum. And, uh, you know, the studio's big enough where we can keep it um, fairly safe. Tom, we actually get deloused before we come in. We do. Uh, each yeah, yeah. morning, which is nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice, man. I wish I got deloused when I walk in the house. <laughs> yeah, this is great, man. Uh, uh, yeah, so to that point, and the, our point is is that if you go out to get food or anything, you're it's the same level of exposure as here. In fact, we're, we're, we're being a little bit more um, strict about it because the, the studios were actually cleaned comprehensively with this antiviral fog over the weekend so we're, we're trying everything we can and hopefully this can be the case for a while until this all wraps up but uh i wanted to i wanted to ask you obviously you're we know that everything is on hold what are you doing to kill the time during a pandemic palooza uh, losing my mind are you losing your mind <laughs> of course i'm home all day with my family man <laughs> what do you expect? i feel so bad for you, you you've got the you got your two sons and your wife right yeah, and like normally, you know, one of your kids starts just being alive, and you're like, I gotta go. You know? so <laughs> and you can't. None of that. Yeah. All day, I'm like, man, I have never hit you guys this hard. <laughs> so you're 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 close close fisting it now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, these kids are gonna fight when they get older for sure because. <laughs> I'm training him right now. <laughs> You're giving him the basics. How? Well, all right. So in, in normal times, how do you guys uh, handle being on the road and stuff like that? Because you and your wife are both uh, working, traveling comedians. So how, how do you guys end up working that out? Um, you know, we just, we always take turns. So it, it's like the norm for us where it's like, I'm gone this weekend. You're gone next weekend. There's somebody like... One of us is always at the house. So right now it's just obviously... You know, we're both here all day, and we're both like, just let me go upstairs for a while. <laughs> I, I, I have to tell you also, just and I, I made a note to bring it up, and I didn't want to, uh, you know, uh, not bring this up. On your on your Twitter page, and the video is going viral, you have a dance response to uh, Burt Kreischer that is uh, is so hilarious. It is an elaborate dance, and then you have, I don't know if it's a deep fake, but off to the side is this incredibly fat guy with Bert's face on him, is is that a deep fake or is that a guy who just looks like Bert? Oh no, that's Bert. We got Bert to sit in, and um, you know he just—that's what he looks like. Um, no, we we filmed, <laughs> we lied to Bert, and we, um, you know, do you know? Did he tell you how I got him his face there for that? No. no. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> so basically, I knew I was going to make a dance video, and I I knew I wanted to have. Um, a guy play Bert, and uh, the idea was just to have a guy play Bert who was way bigger than Bert, like yeah. 400 plus pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so I told the director, and the director he directs music videos and he directs uh, commercials. He has all this like special effects, um, you know, experience. And he goes, well, he goes, if I could just film Bert in a certain environment, I can then lift his face and put it on this guy's body. And I was like, so what should we do? And then I was like, oh, I know what you should do. Come by our podcast studio, and um, we'll pretend that we're doing promos for our podcast. Oh, that's great. 
and and then he was like, "Do do podcast people do these types of promos?" And I was like, "No, no, of course not." So he he came by the studio. He showed Bert like commercials he's directed, and Bert was like, "This is awesome!" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm going to do for you guys." And so then we had Bert sit in this space with, by the way, no microphone. <laughs> like, he we he didn't like, question oh. that. Bert was just like, I'll do whatever you ask. So he sat there, and I was like, hey, you read your lines. I'm going to go home and come back and do mine. And he was like, okay, I'll see you later. So he sat there, did liners, like, on the next two bears, one K. Like, kept doing these these liners for a, for a vi- like, a video promo for a podcast. I mean, he, he didn't even... He didn't even question it. He didn't question why there was no boom mic in the room capturing the sound. Oh my god! And then, and then he basically, when I showed it to him, he was like, "You never came and did your lines, did you?" I was like, "No, man." We, we just what an elaborate hoax! I I love it. And and Tom also the the choreography. You're you're dancing. I mean, it's like Janet Jackson level. Twenty people dancing. The whole thing. I, how long did you work on that? Because that routine is incredibly meticulous. Um, dude, it is the hardest thing I have ever done. I believe it. <laughs> I, it took me, I mean, I had three long rehearsal sessions and then an additional three short ones. And then I would practice at home on my own yeah. for like, I don't know, a few weeks. <laughs> all in all, I mean, I felt like I put a hundred plus hours in it. My favorite part <laughs> Is that when um, you know when I did it? I, I worked with these video choreographers who who have done like actual Missy Elliott videos. Okay. One of them actually tours with Janet Jackson. What? There you go. So when they they put it all together, and I thought I was ready to do it with the pros. They bring the pros in. I am not exaggerating. <laughs> In seven minutes, they were like, we got it down. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean you have it down? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we're ready to go now. I was like, I mean, don't you need to practice more? And they are like, no, it's simple enough for us. And I was like, okay. <laughs> no, you're, you're not kidding because yeah. when you see people like on, on a Broadway uh, shows when they're asked, okay, here's the step. We want you to learn it. And then they do it. Uh, and then they got it. They have it within a, you know, a minute. Yeah. It's, it's a whole different level of ability. Dude, it, it changed my whole appreciation for dancers and, and music videos because you spend, you know, we spend, that video I think is like, I don't remember, like 90 seconds long or something, and we were there from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. filming it. Wow. Uh, and you're actually a pretty decent dancer. Thanks. I mean, the only thing is I'm just better than Bert. That's all I <laughs> well, the, uh, well, just to explain also, on Bert's, on, on fake Bert's shirt, it says Mushine, M-U-H-S-H-E-E-N, and he's holding what is basically a a, a large bucket of vodka. <laughs> yeah. So so his reaction, I, we, we've talked to him recently, and I we didn't get to bring that. What's his reaction been? Um, the, the best thing in the world yep. was... I, I had it ready, and I could have just uploaded it because I was just going to drop it at any moment. Right. And we were a few days away <laughs> from doing our podcast together, and I just told him, I was like, you know what, dude? Just hold it until <laughs> we podcast together so I can show it to him mm-hmm. as it debuts. Right. And so we did. So I actually have it on video. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, one of, it's actually one of my favorite, favorite moments 
uh, in my uh, friendship with that guy because he basically almost had an aneurysm in front of me. That's excellent. And, and you stab him a la Godfather 2 at the end of the video mm-hmm. uh, in, yeah. in the stomach, which is great. Uh, so you're, you're, you have, obviously, it's Two Bears, One Cave is the, uh, the, the, the podcast you do with Burt Kreischer. You have a number of other things and projects, but the Netflix special, this is very cool. And actually... Bert's uh, w- was uh, debuted at the uh, you know just at the beginning of all this, and and people are looking for diversions and things to laugh at. So, with all the uh, bad timing, it couldn't this couldn't happen at a better time. It's it's strange, man. Yeah, hey, big boys, Bert's. It came out last Tuesday, and my ball hog came out today. It is strange to be out there, um, you know, promoting your special, and you're like, oh, the whole world kind of dying this is cool hey check out my comedy special <laughs> right um yeah i mean and, and it's strange because you know netflix actually announced they're like yeah viewership's way up and you have this bizarre sense of like should i be celebrating this that everybody is forced to be home right now but it's just our reality man you know like yeah. people are home and and they're watching this stuff. Listen, so, Tom, pe- yeah. people want a diversion right now. And, and we're finding we're, we're getting a lot of outpour, uh, pouring of love because we're coming into work and doing what we do. And people find that entertaining. So, yeah, they get it. Oh, they totally get I it. Think, I think actually morning radio uh, is like one of those things that could be the most comforting because it's like that familiar team. It's the people you know. And you're doing a huge service by Going in and making people feel like, all right, this, these are the voices we know. It makes people feel comfortable. And yeah, I applaud you guys for continuing to do Thank that. You, Thank t- you. But to echo your sentiment, the World Health Organization put morning radio ahead of a vaccine. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to blow our own horn, but yeah. yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> Tom, how long have you been working on this special? Oh, man. Um, I guess, you know, I've been on this like two-year um kind of turnaround for the last, for all of the, the last four or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, about two years, man, I shot Disgraceful in um, the the fall of 2017. It came out in 2018. I was already, you know, starting to work on this and then shot this in November of 2019. So yeah, it was about two years of touring and I did, you know, 185 shows, um, I think, 13 countries. Wow. It was, a, it was a big it was a big tour for me. So um where did you film this particular one? We went to uh Austin and I filmed it at uh Austin City Limits, which is a famous um you know venue in the music world. It's yeah. an absolutely stunning venue. So um yeah, November in Austin, it was uh it was incredible, man. It was really a, a blast of a night. I, I I listen, I'm really, really looking forward to it because your last special was one of my favorites I've ever seen and, and you're you're definitely for me one of my top five favorite comedians out there working today. Oh, thanks, man. No, 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 thank you. I, I mean I'm I'm just sitting there watching and, and enjoying what you have to say and, and I, I feel like um I mean you really you were you were always good. I'm just excited to see where I mean because I, I look the, the at the progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that, that so, because yeah. your last one was great. And like, I mean, how do you feel as a um, as a comedian? Do you feel like you're you're at your your best right now, and and you, you have more to offer? I, I'm because you know, I'm trying. I'm liking it to like a musician who's really like, oh my god, this is you know this last album. I really you know discovered something. Well, I actually feel like. You know, in comedy, you're kind of lucky in that it's one of those things where if you really do put in the work and you don't get too distracted, right. you can get better as 
as you get older, like all the best comedians are actually like 50 or, or older. So mm-hmm. I think as a comic, when you see that, you're like, you know, I just got to keep working at it. So to me, I've always tried, I've always tried to get better. I try to like, you know, improve what I'm doing. I try to like get uncomfortable and, and talk about things that challenge you like as a comic. And for this, like, there's a lot more personal stories in there. I mean, it's obviously filled with jokes, but I think it's my best stuff yet. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to just build on what I did last and try to take it to another level. I hope I did it with this one. Hey, Tom, I wanted to ask about the uh, the title, Ball Hog, because you had mentioned Burt's, which is, hey, there, big boy. His daughter came up with that or said that to him. And <laughs> like our buddy Tom Papa, his is called You're Doing Great, which is kind of the theme of the whole thing. Did you just did you pluck that from from one of the bits, or is there is there a theme, or where, where'd you get ball hog? <laughs> well, I hope you have the dump button ready. Okay. Uh, but, um, <laughs> I mean, there it is a line in the <laughs> in the <laughs> in the special, but yeah, I mean, the literal place that I first got it from was um, <clears throat> an adult film site. All right. Um, where like there's a whole genre dedicated to just doing stuff with balls. Okay. Yes. And, um, and, and then there's actually a series called Ball Hogs that is uh, that is not appropriate for for under eighteen. Okay. And um, I don't know if I can get much more into it. No, we okay. we, we know what you're talking about because uh, friends of ours have seen internet pornography <laughs> and can validate that there is a whole. It 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 boggles the mind, uh, Tom. How many if you if you ever want to play a game, just try to put two perversions together and see if there's a subcategory for that on Pornhub. I will guarantee you there is. It's it's an amazing is, okay. level this of perversion. I, this is how I found ball hogs because okay. I was on the road. I'm in a hotel. I'm J and my D. I'm just hanging out, and then I saw a video where a lady was like really doing her thing. I'm trying to be yeah PG about you're it. doing great. She was she was spending time with the beans, and I was like, wow. I wonder if there's a whole genre just dedicated to that. And so I typed in a search, and they were like, have you checked out Ball Hogs yet? And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is a movie just about this? So, so in other words, it's like if you liked bean stuff, you might like uh-huh. Ball Hog. Uh-huh. Yes. Wow. When you get the Ball Hog, the, the actual – I'm talking about the feature film Ball Hog. Sure. Of yes, of course. Um, right. Every the- scene starts with a lady introducing herself like, hi, I'm Peyton Lafferty. And I'm a ball hog. And then they would just do their thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> because oh in the traditional God. sports world, it's someone who won't pass the ball during yep. a game. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that it's a, but it's There's a whole a double of, entendre. It's there. a double entendre, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In uh, the adult film world, it's about an angel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. What is a loathsome activity for one oh, is yes. a wonderful activity for the other. Uh, exactly. So, Tom's on a tour right now, so we, we have to wrap this up. Tom, if you're willing to sometime later down the road, if we're still under quarantine in a month from now, we'd love to check back in with you because uh, talking to you is so easy. Oh, man, I would love to do it. I would love to do it. Thank Excellent. you guys so much. Anytime. Absolutely. Anytime at all. Ball Hog is out today. Thank you, Tom. Take care, bud. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks, yeah. Tom Segura, guys. Right. Ball Hog. <laughs>
I, I didn't know he was going to give us that. That's great. Now, it, I, I was I was thinking I was thinking like on the on you know the kid is a playground or yeah, you know, but, selfish and but no in no. this world you can have mm-hmm. you can have both kinds of ball hogs and and that's it. But he's right, and we've talked about this many times about the the more elaborate sites. For example, like Bill, Big J was the one who turned us on to I think Lobster Tube, uh, and uh, and yeah. and there are so many. Somewhere, somebody finds something that you would think is rather pedestrian and conventional, a, a perversion. Is it Rule 32? Is that what it is? What is it? Uh, that you can find porn about anything. Oh, is there? Okay, yeah, yes. It's called, I think it's Rule 32. It's Rule something or the other. I'm not. Nick, you're, you got a computer in front of you. Look that up if you don't mind. Uh, but, um, yeah, they're, they're, that you can find a perversion for anything. Uh, somebody sent out a, it was a video of, they, they were basically doing a, a musical, right? Like, rule 42, sorry. Rule Go ahead. For, okay. Yep. Uh, rule 42 or rule 34. Either way, uh, there was a musical, and I don't know who sent that to me. Uh, but uh, I did. It was okay. a porn musical. It was an article, actually, I saw that these porn stars had, had flat out, they just went ahead and pushed the production value, and it was the actual porn stars singing yeah. oh. and they they dabbled into the stepbrother stepsister uh realm which is a popular which is realm very very popular right. and and it was really really funny actually but but it was them actually doing the singing they harmonized well and everything yeah. and it was actually amusing yeah they and they didn't delve into hardcore pornography in that particular right. they, they weren't actually engaged in any sort of activities they were leading up to said activities yes. i would like to see them engaging in activities yeah perhaps Using something as a microphone, I, I don't know. What yeah. about the uh, one that Nick Murphy sent out with the? Uh, oh my god! It was like half and half. It was uh, <laughs> the top it. half were the the porn stars, and then the bottom half were musicians playing instruments. Oh, so it's so great. What they did is they they took actual porn guys in uh, <laughs> that were doing films at the time, but they overlaid on top of that uh, '80s music video uh, <laughs> um, segments. So. You would see a guy who's got his hands down below his waist, but that's all you see of, of that shot of him below. It's actually got a vid. It's it's somebody playing the guitar, right? And so it looks. It like looks like he's shredding. It looks like he's shredding. <laughs> <laughs> and it's clip after clip after clip, and it is it's so, so well edited. And I, I think it. it's like Aha's take on me that's playing or something like yeah. that. But so yeah. Preston, it's uh, it's rule thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah. Do you know what rule thirty five is? No. Mm-hmm. It's the addendum, and it says if there is not a porn of it, the internet will make one. Okay. So rule 34 is there's porn of it, and rule 35 is if there is not porn of it, there will be one that is made. Okay. And if you've ever seen anyone, any of them with a plot, you know that the acting is usually fairly terrible. And uh, Maitland Ward is an actual former childhood star who's now gone on to that side of uh, entertainment. Is she the Meryl Streep of porn, would we say, at this point? She posted a, uh, on Instagram, she posted a, like, a teaser video of her latest film. It's called Secretaries. It's called, (laughs) yes. And press, did really? you see? Yeah. I've, I, I started, Nick had said, hey, have you seen this redheaded girl? You should follow her on Instagram. She's, you know, you, you might like that. And this was before she was doing porn. Yeah. So I've actually been watching this transition into this. The descent. And, yeah. into, or or into, the career but, shift. But now she's like, Steve, she's a superstar. Oh, yeah. In that I, world. I right know. Now. She's, she is. I think she's probably up there with the highest money earners. Maybe. Yeah. But. Uh, her acting is actually really good. So yeah. she she put this video up. Uh, it's just a teaser of, of Secretary, and it's just an acting scene. And I'm like, oh, 
She's actually bringing something to uh, to this world that really didn't exist before, which is mm-hmm. actually, so. This is her version acting. of like Working Girl. Yeah. Okay. Like that. I think. And she, I see she has a uh, a version of Sophie's Choice in the works called <laughs> Sophie's Gash. Okay. Oh my God. We'll look for that soon. Hey, speaking of porn stars, um, everyone's gotten that picture of that uh, that huge black guy. Oh yeah, you sent uh, it to me a thousand times, Kat. Yes, but Case, did you know he played for the NFL? Uh, so I did because it ended up. Did, I don't know if you sent me the uh, the, article. The, the article. Yeah, I had no idea until I read that article that he was a former NFL player, and that there was another former NFL player who yes. entered into that world of uh, filmmaking. And he was used to be a running back for the Vikings. His penis is like a tree trunk, yeah. really, yeah, essentially. Yes, and uh, Kathy sent over a loving tribute. He. <laughs> That he died. He died in 2011. Oh, I did I see was, that. But, That's so sad. But that was the one. Hey, uh, Is that the Jurassic World one or the Jurassic Park one? I don't remember. No. All right. I'll, I'll send you guys the Jurassic Park one. <laughs> Great. Oh, can't wait. All right. Completely unrelated okay. and switching Much gears. Much to Bill's joy. <laughs> I sent a video to you guys this morning because people are bored in their houses. They're coming up with creative things to do. Obviously, we've seen these singing videos oh, and all yeah. this stuff. I saw one today that I thought was really unique and and fun. What is it? It was this family recreated the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in their house. I sent you the video. This I didn't morning. get to watch it yet. It's, it's awesome. about it's about two and a half minutes long. It's short and it's it's really really cute what they did. They 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 did a great job with what they had to work with. <laughs> and people are just filming. Oh, things. I did see. I did see a bit of this. I didn't realize that's what they were doing because they were supposed to be in Disney World at this point, right? Or I, Disneyland? I didn't read the story that maybe a but, yeah. but they recreated the actual ride and uh they they sit in a sled and they get dragged through as if it's, you know, an automated ride going through their living room <laughs> and there's a, you know, a, a pirate sitting there playing a, a playing a guitar and rocking back and forth in an animatronic way and they go all through their house That's great. and there's different pirates and Steve at the very very end is uh, Jack Sparrow uh you know saying whatever and, and in fact they they recreate the, like the water flume portion of the ride by taking the sled down the stairs. I love it's that. It's really well done. So people are uh, people are testing their their creativity. Uh, and and I found recently I've I've never dabbled with uh, just because it's so time consuming with uh, with video editing. But I've just been playing around with iMovie for fun, doing some drum stuff at yeah. home. It's a lot of fun. It is. It and is. You, and, it's and, very and, easy. And if you do have the time on your hands, it's something that you can you can get to work on if you've been meaning to do that. And so. you don't have to work worry about doing something elaborate. Just like you, for example, you you with your your, your T Rex at the drums is yeah. is fun. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, which by the way, I got to thank uh, Michael Giacchino. I uh, I did a T Rex uh, playing drums video uh, to this the 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 soundtrack of this little six year old Chinese amazing guitarist and singer. And it's just is the prettiest song I've ever heard, and so, uh, it, but it was just guitar. So I added a drum beat to it. It's so great, dressed as uh, as the T Rex. And Jacino got back to me. He's like, "We have to embed her video into your video." So he, Michael Jacino, yeah, yeah. took the time to work on this video and put it together for me. And he posted it online of me playing. Uh, drums to uh, this girl. That's him great. We got to get really him cool. on. You know, he he's on, on Friday. Oh, he's on, he's on Friday. On Friday. Yeah, All he right. said he wanted to talk to us, which because is really cool. he's been very active. He's been doing a whole bunch of stuff. And it, the cool part about him is that he is a guy who you know who is he'll respond back to you on Twitter. He's very active with his fan base, and he's uh, he. I, I mean, if you want to talk about, there was a picture of him. He had himself up with uh, Kermit. You know, yeah. at home uh, in, in quarantine, and I said, you know, can you think of two better people to hang out yeah. with? Well, one frog and, and one person, but it was <laughs> yeah. really super likable guys. 
Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, this time uh, where we are, social distancing and so forth, uh, new data from uh, Alpha Data shows that uh, music streaming fell last week. Uh, during the week of March 13th to March 19th, you would think that it would actually be up. There'd be more bit. people listening, but uh, music streaming. So how's it how's it shifted? Um, you know what? That is a good question. It dropped. People watching TV. Well, it dropped 7.6 percent uh, to under 20.1 billion uh, programmed streams on services like Pandora dropped nine percent, while on-demand streams, uh, video and audio, uh, dropped 7.3 percent. Drops of this nature are rare. It says here with the exception being the week after Christmas. Uh, during that same period, digital songs sales fell, as did album sales, both physical and digital. Yet stepbrother, stepsister porn was up market. <laughs> way, right? up. way up. Way yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I don't really... It doesn't give uh, an example as to what people are doing otherwise, um, but music streaming, it says, in particularly, in particular, is has taken a dip, and you know, I think you talked about the Netflix and the, and the, the skip up dramatically in in Netflix viewership, and obviously Hulu and all those available things, and then you know, people people move from one thing to another. You you might see a spike in in, in streaming, but I don't I don't know. I, you know what? I think Preston, a large part of it probably has to do with people most often listening to music when they consume it in their cars. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would guess that yeah. might be it. But I, you know what, the, as far as the TV thing goes, and I can only go by my own personal experiences, I have not been watching as much as I thought that I would oh, be. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't been. I've been finding other things to do, whether they're things that have been needed to get done, but I haven't been... I haven't been binge watching like I've been making butter. Yeah. Have you been making yeah, butter? I, I, We've I, been making jam at my oh house. Oh my god! Yeah, Preston showed us been. a picture of his uh, his son Carter has, and apparently is uh, a genius at it. There was it looked to be about fifty bottles or fifty jars. <laughs> I didn't of, count them, but there's yeah, a ton of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah of, and I, of, I got to sample some. What'd you get? I got the blueberry lime. It is damn good. Wow. It is damn wow. Good. Yeah. Marissa, I gave her some too, and uh, I think uh, it's Marissa improved or approved, right, Marissa? It's amazing, Preston. And in fact, I want the recipe because my boyfriend's looking out to make a beer out of it. Ooh! Wow. Hey. Does Carter get any name love on that beer? Heck yeah. All right. Hey, hey. The Carter. I love it. Excellent. <laughs> the Carter. Um, hey, and in four years, we'll be able to drink it. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, what else do I want to mention? And I'm just going through stuff that's going well, on. Preston, you want, yeah. you want a little uh, breaking news? They did officially. Uh, postpone the Olympics. Yes. Uh, it was looking like that was probably going to happen, so that is that is official. Yep. You know what? That might be... What, what are we like guest-wise tomorrow? Uh, we have... Uh, Adam Ferrar is going to give us a call. Okay. Because we, we have a we have a version of Olympics that uh, that we could possibly do. Yeah, we have do. plans. Listen, mm-hmm. just because... The, so uh, we knew they were going to do something because it's really less when it was scheduled to happen and more... The inability to train for it, yeah, and so, so they're going to they're going to do what they're going to do. Nick, you have further more on that story? Yeah, the Japanese prime minister weighed in on it, Steve, and it's going to be until at least twenty twenty one. So they're going to take an entire year. All right, have you me. guys you guys have had dreams where you're supposed to perform something and you're not prepared. You're supposed to take a test. So yep. yeah, last night I had a dream that I was uh, I didn't know this, but I was going to swim in the Olympics. Wow! And I had to swim the uh, two hundred meter IM. So that's a backstroke. Uh, it's butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, and freestyle. Okay. And uh, so I get in, and I start in the back, and and I, as I'm starting, the, the starter pistol goes, and at the time where the race starts, I realize that it's not the Olympics, but it's the Special Olympics. Oh, wow. I know. And I was like, and but 
and I was getting my ass kicked in the Special Olympics 200-meter IM. That, okay. that, yeah. uh, that's a special journey you went on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, have, I have a serious question. Okay. Uh, in the individual medley, yes. Uh, <laughs> name those again. Uh, butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, and freestyle. All right, so freestyle. Yes. Does that mean you can do anything you want to? That's a great question, Preston, because I don't know. Because, no, it's a stroke. Well, because... The, but it's freestyle, meaning you can kind of do whatever you want. Because I'd, I'd always known what they do as freestyle now as the crawl. Yeah. That, that, that's what that, that stroke was called. Yeah. But now they just call it freestyle, right? Right. When did they do walk like an Egyptian? <laughs> I don't think they ever did that. You much. don't do that in the pool? But, Press, I... So... In all the other strokes, there are ways that you can get disqualified, right? So, like, um, if you do a flutter kick during the uh, breaststroke, well, you're disqualified, um, you know, in and, and, and lots of different ways. But but freestyle, I wonder if you can do anything that you want. All right. So he, this is from uh, People Also Ask. This is from Twitter. Or, I mean, not Twitter. From uh, Google. Google, thank you. Uh, it says the term freestyle means that you can swim in any style you like. In a technical sense, you are free to swim backstroke, side stroke, or any stroke. Uh, that you choose in a freestyle race. The exception to this rule is during a medley event in which you are already swimming backstroke, butterfly, and breaststroke. So I guess you can't repeat okay. one of those in the medley. Well, so. Why is there no uh, stroke that actually simulates a stroke? <laughs> right? Stroke stroke? Your one side of your face goes <laughs> down, you droops. Or, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, can only swim using one your arm. right leg and right yes. arm. And stroke, one stroke. Leg. stroke stroke, right? Stroke stroke. So I guess most Dear people God. choose the front crawl as their quote freestyle because it's the fastest. It's the fastest. What, right? what, is, the fr- what is the front crawl? Is the is the standard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're doing the the motions here. What in about the, the doggy paddle? See, I thought that. <laughs> But, I thought that was technically the stroke, like the freestyle, but no, it's it's free. You can do whatever you want. Steve jokes, I, I think, uh, and maybe somebody can call in on this, I, I think he could get away with doing a doggy paddle if that's what you wanted to do. You'd maybe. lose. You'd yeah, lose. You, would, you would absolutely lose. <laughs> yeah. but, Unless um, you were a dog. Uh, they, they might haul ass. Yeah. yeah. Air Bud, the Olympic swimming edition. All right. Uh, well, listen. Oh, one last thing, and then we're going to take a break. Um, but have you guys heard the Urban Dictionary word that they've coined to describe toilet paper hoarders? Mm. No. What is it? Uh, Covidiot. Oh, <laughs> Covidiot. I yes. like it. I like it, too. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're calling you a Covidiot. The term is defined as someone who ignores the warnings regarding public health or safety or a person who hoards goods, denying them from neighbors. Uh, the dictionary gives examples of how the term can be used. Also, did you see that covidiot with 300 rolls of toilet paper in his basket? <laughs> They're coming down on uh, on the, the hoarders in a big way. I Are mean, they? people? Oh, yes, absolutely. Because yeah. it's it, honestly, it yeah. is loathsome, especially since you don't need to be doing it. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, we're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. We'll get the next matchup for Daily Rush Madness when we return. Uh, and I think, are we doing Bizarre File next? Uh, no. No. It's not no. Time. no. No. For the content oh, wow. break. I, uh, whoops, I thought we were doing that, so we talked <laughs> way too long. We'll be back shortly for a short <laughs> segment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Pearl Jam. The Who featuring from Ashes to New. New music, more of everything.
everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Let's take another run at the Daily Rush Madness. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, here it is. All right, thank you. I'm looking at one sheet and it doesn't have any information on it. Uh, here we go. These are the matchups uh, that we currently have. We did uh, uh, Top Sylvester Slow Movies against uh, Who Messed with the Board. Uh, the President and Steve Show reacted to the Rambo trailer and Corn Fart Ceremony. Uh, and now the matchup that you get to vote for as well for the day are as follows. The, or this matchup is in the Shart region. Um, always a difficult region. It is Kathy's Butthold. This is the second Kathy ass thing that we've had. Well, we, you know. Yeah, no. We are creatures of habit. Versus Pierre hates the Pina Colada song. Ooh, that's a strong contender. Alright, so here's the first clip. It is Kathy's butthold. Here we go. Uh, uh, we did like the, uh, you know, the butthold. Oh my god! <laughs> the butthold. Like if you were dating. What did you do? <laughs> you said the butthole. Butthold. No. Oh my god! We would do the butthole. <laughs> do the butthole. Do, do, do. Everybody now, it's time to do the stuff with your butts. You guys are talking about backside stuff. Casey nearly spit out all the soup. I now, understand why you In the up. punch bowls, we have a whole bunch of lubricant. This should make it easier. Kathy's butthole. All right, and that is going to go up against the Pierre hating the Pina Colata song. Here we go. See, the danger on this program <laughs> is to reveal any vulnerability. Uh-huh. And then it will be immediately seized on by the rest of the masses on the Preston and Steve compound complex. <laughs> and uh, and then, but not just once, they'll save it in that file. That if file. you like Pina Colata. And you least expect it. Pull it out. <laughs> well, you know now this will this will be something for you for a while. Yes. Right. So there you go. Those are the matchups for today. Uh, there's one more that we're going to highlight before the program is up, and you can vote now for all of them, even the ones I haven't announced yet for the day. Uh, 24 hours to do so. You go to PrestonAndSteve.com and uh, let us know who you think should win as these go up against each other, and you can you can watch the videos too, which is very cool. Uh, just to reiterate what we're doing today, uh, we have Nick, who is uh, at his home. He was there yesterday. That worked out. We have Kathy now set up with a broadcast unit at her home, and Marissa has one as well. And we're just uh, exercising, you know, the, keeping the distance. And uh, and should we need to do this on a regular basis, uh, we'll find out now if it works. And certainly it is. And, and you never know. We, we might end up at our own homes, too. We'll have to see. It's it's pretty wild to see everybody, all the faces there of all our coworkers. And uh, it's funny, though, Preston, like by, by the natural uh, constraints of the software, you're up on my FaceTime screen, though you're right across the console. <laughs> I know. It's all part of the deal. I hey, know. Preston, there you are. Hey, I'm waving. Hey, Steve, how you, are you? See me? <laughs> yeah, you're seven feet away from me. Hey, you know what? I want to thank uh, Bill Weston. Bill Weston brought in muffins this week. He did. And he and waited for the day when he only had to bring in a few of them because yeah. nobody's <laughs> What the hell? I know. Sorry, Nick. But he brought you in muffins. Chips. I got my banana nut muffin that I'm eating right here. I had a chocolate chip one. I figured this would be a, a kickoff to the connoisseur. Oh! Uh, even though I've mentioned Bill Weston, but I do have some food-related stories. Remember, you can still eat takeout and curbside service. It's the pandemic version of the connoisseur. That is correct. And it just so happens that today... And, of course, it would happen when all this is taking place. It's National Cheesesteak Day. 
Oh, man, really? Uh, and, and you know what? I heard the mayor talking yesterday. Um, so even though that would be like walk up and take out, those are closed because they're considered, um, you know, where you would dine outside there. So okay. uh, they, the walk-up cheesesteak places are closed. Oh, ah, well, Pats and Gino's are closed. That's what the that's what I I was he didn't specifically name them but he said walk up cheesesteak location anything Some, any place that would would where you I, I think Kathy um, I don't know we have to look because into he said it. you have to practice distancing when standing in line there and then people would uh, you know technically sit down I guess in those outside spots and eat so yeah they that's do have, considered they do dining. Have dining they're there, there so right there outside, yeah, no, they're, yeah they're they're right I think though mm. probably restaurants that do that do. So, for example, and this is kind of being the lifeblood of a lot of these restaurants that are are, are open now and, and uh, encouraging the takeout. And I just did it yesterday. I bought a whole, as I said, a, a couple of days worth of food. You can do it. It's it's linear, pretty antiseptic. I was very happy with the results. Yeah, you get it home and you're good. We know that the virus. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, uh, Kathy. Perhaps you could look at it. I've heard it said time and time again. The virus does not transfer through food so uh, but but just make check and make sure that's the case i think nick had that information the other day he yeah it, it can be um it, it it's not 100 percent, steve so yeah, it right. can live on food um but uh food preparation is that's not necessarily a concern so right, okay. uh, you, you you just need to be aware of it um but, but uh, for example if somebody with the virus prepared your food you should be a little more concerned than if somebody who did not right. steaks doesn't seem like a food that uh, many people make from the privacy of their own and homes. that is exactly what i was going to bring up casey have you ever tried to do your own make your own cheese besides steak? the steakum and and don't get me wrong i love steakum but a steakum is not the same as like a regular cheesesteak. A regular cheesesteak so, has a lot of fat and stuff in well, it. Well, what they'll mm. do is if if you go say if you if you see them like at gyms, they'll they'll cut the steak right there. You see them with the slicer, yeah, and, they're, and they're, they'll they'll take that big. And I don't know what particular cut of meat it is. I don't think it's a brisket. Um, huh. But but anyhow, they they sit there and they shave that meat off, and um, and it's essentially steak. I mean, it's you know, yeah. it, but I, but find out what the best cut of meat is. But what you really need is a slicer to get it thin enough so you can then cook it at home. And most people don't have a, a really good slicer at home. Is it sacrilege to say I'm not mad at the at this at the uh, steakum? No, no configuration. No. I think that's totally fine, especially if you if you cut It'll it up work. a bit. Yeah. I think it works fine. I also think one of the critical aspects, if you are making it at home, is your bread. It's got to be, you know, it's got to be good rolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah yep. it makes makes the biggest difference. And here in Philadelphia, you have a lot of different choices of yeah. decent bread. Amorosos, Licios, uh, yeah. the Conchahawk and Bread Company is actually really, really decent. But I hear um, my buddy growing up, Vinny, his family they had a they had a slicer at home. Like of a, course, like a, Vinny did a, a deli like <laughs> yeah. a, mm-hmm. a deli. So that's how we get rid of some of our competition. <laughs> yeah, dude, his parents were amazing cooks. Yeah, yeah, and and I think I told you because you have your um your stockpile of jams. His mom had. Like a secret closet full of gravy, yeah, yeah, marinara sauce. I believe gravy. it. Yeah, of yeah. course, Vinny does. Yeah, and they had two kitchens too. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. With it, you know, and I don't. There's like an Italian thing uh, where you have two kitchens. And really? They, yeah. They're, they're Kathy. You heard of that? No, but you know what? Like my, I, I was like more on the Irish side as far as okay. as growing up. We weren't uh, so much into the Italian. Yeah. So he, they had their downstairs kitchen, which is where they basically did. All their stuff as a family, you know, the food preparing and eating. And then they, I guess they had, like, the upstairs kitchen, which was the show kitchen. Huh. Uh, some texts are coming in as far as your best cut for cheesesteaks, a ribeye. Okay. Ribeye is very flavorful because there is a lot of fat in it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get things like a, a, a filet, which I usually get as a steak because it's very, very tender. Yeah. But it also doesn't have much fat in it, and that's why it's – so it's a it's a texture versus flavor. Now, you can get really good marbly 
um, uh, you know, like dry-aged uh, 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 fillets, but... Uh, but a ribeye, and and those those are loaded with uh, with more flavor in them. So, I, I'm surprised. Well, I guess I, you you cook a lot, but having a a, a cutter is not the kind yeah. of thing you'd usually have yeah, at, would, at yes, your home, right? Yes, no. Huh. Um, so Wilson's Secret Sauce, it, that's the barbecue joint down the street here. That's uh, they have an amazing uh, brisket cheesesteak that they make, Ooh. and then also Marissa, I don't know if you've had the um, uh, Impossible cheesesteak, but they serve that as well. So that's really good. I have had. You it. have it? Yes, okay. I have had it. That's sensational. Rochelle just made the other day a uh, a shepherd's pie with the Impossible. No uh, kidding. Meat, or Beyond Meat is what we had used. It was really good. Was it? Yeah, I liked it. I think it tastes a little different than meat. I don't think it tastes just like meat at all, but I like the taste of it. It's whatever flavor you want to call that. I think it's good. It's within operating parameters. It's yeah. not, yeah. again, it, you, I, and I've said it many times, between like an Impossible Burger and a Kobe Burger, yeah. uh, you, yeah. you, you could tell the difference. But it, but it's not, it's right, Preston, as an option, it's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Marissa. So, guys, oh, yeah. for uh, for Pat's uh, Kings of uh, King of Steaks, getting back to the cheesesteaks real quick. It's uh, they they tweeted out uh, about a half hour ago. Uh, Happy National Cheesesteak Day! We are open free delivery today using DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub. Or if you're outside of Philly, Gold Belly. So that's from Pat's King okay. of Steaks. Okay. So, yeah. so so please, if you can access it, because it really would make a difference. How far outside of Philly? Do you think they go like <laughs> Villanova? For Do they example? go to <laughs> they go to Arlesville? Well, I know that places Preston have have dramatically extended their their obviously their their uh, yeah. their delivery. Area. But are they going to drive an hour for me? That's I think I think they said Cedar Rapids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but see that um, you can't go there. That that's what the mayor was talking yeah, about. That's considered okay. which. You could just wait in line, but I, I, you know, no, I no, don't no. know. That's what he was saying was yeah. not okay. So, for example, Kathy, like yesterday when I went to go to get uh, takeout, you, you, you call ahead, or even like at, at the the Primos in in, uh, in Chestnut Hill. Do they so, bring it out to you? So, well, what you do is you you, you call it. You, you have to call in your order, or text in your order first, or and then they have it prepared. You can go in and get what they don't want is is uh, a line of people waiting to place their orders. Okay. So you can go in quickly and you can pass people, and that's fine. You know, for for a nanosecond, what they don't want is that line of mm-hmm. people because that's counterintuitive. All right. So if you had that radius of where Pat's will deliver to, and it's and you live outside of that radius, could you then just give them an address? Just on the outskirts or the inskirts, I should say, there? and just meet him there. I don't know. Maybe you could work something hey, out. I'm looking to meet me at the corner of Elm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. work something out like that. Hang on, let me go to uh, Mark. Uh, hi, Mark. You're on the air. Good morning, Mark. Are you there, buddy? Yeah. How you doing? I just wanted to comment on the uh, homemade cheesesteaks. Yeah. Um, Costco's has a frozen cheesesteak meat. Uh, I believe it's made out of ribeye. It's oh. Way better than steakhouse. Are they? Are they? They're, they're already pre-sliced. Um, well, you have to heat it up, but yes, they are pre-sliced. If you if you heat it up in a frying pan, it's it's okay. It's a thick piece of meat. It almost looks like a, a piece of liver, but it's a ribeye steak. And it, Sounds delightful. <laughs> looks like a it, it, looks like a scab. Well, no, it, no it, it, trust me, it's delicious. You just you heat it up in the pan, and you just take your your uh, spatula and just slice it in the top, and it peels right off, and it it. Not a lot of fat, a lot okay. of flavor. I don't doubt it. You know, actually, Thanks, uh, Mark makes reminds me of the fact that doesn't doesn't Tony Luke have a line of cheesesteaks that are available in supermarkets? He does, oh, I and he does. they're I think they're frozen with the bun and everything. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But I'm not sure if he has sells just the meat or not. Mark just said something that I I will. I, I make that mistake all the time. It's kind of like Kathy when we say Ert and Bernie or Bernie and Ert. <laughs> what did he yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. He said uh, slicely thinned. 
It's slicely thin. Yes. And thin slicely. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in thin slicely. Like Ert and Bernie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, so now I get a, a real feel for how quickly uh, our social media stuff goes out. So we're using um, FaceTime to, to see each other while I'm looking at, at Marissa and, and Kathy and Nick while they're at home. I'm also looking at Casey and Steve who are right next to me. Yeah. Uh, but I, So I, I'm getting my... my uh, uh, notifications that pop up as well. Like immediately, Marissa has already put <laughs> checked to see if Uber will Uber Eats will deliver to Harleysville for me. So thank you, Marissa. I appreciate that. Uh, let me go to let me go to Lou here real, real quick. Hey, Lou. Bay Hitches. Hey, what? Bay Hitches. Yes. Was that an audible? Did you just make that call just now? I'm sorry. Uh, because of the uh, thin slicely, did you just take, go Bay Hitches at the last second? <laughs> Oh, no, I always do big hitches when I call you guys. Oh, oh sorry. All right. Okay. We, we, All right, so anyway, what do you want to mention? Yeah, uh, the cheesesteak meats. Uh, there's a product called Old Neighborhood. You can get it at Acme or Giant, I believe. I've been using it for about three months. It's already pre-chopped up, and it is fantastic. Get yourself the rolls from the country bakery. I have been using this for about three or four months, and I don't even go to gyms anymore. It's that good. Old Neighborhood? Old neighborhood. Yep. I'm going to write that amazing. down. All right. Seriously, I'm not kidding. If you guys can find this stuff uh, in the frozen meat section, it's fantastic. Okay. You know what? Thanks, Ben. Pre- pressing a good dive into a cheesesteak today would be a nice little um, yes. bit of normalcy. It would be. I- I'm going to have to look into that because, to be honest, as much as, and, and, and it's so weird how this, you know, the, the way I thought that I would be in the in the, you know, the conditions that we're in right now is I thought, well, we'll have these big family dinners and stuff like that. And it's just kind of been. Uh, uh, what's for dinner? I don't know. I already ate. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll just go get something too. And it, we've just been eating at leisure as opposed to yeah. designated uh, meals. So you my wife, what? my wife and I have been changed. Really, um, there there's been modest adjustments, but uh, I mean, as as far as the way we eat and the places we go to, a lot of takeout and a lot of places that we we trust. And, uh, and and that makes a difference. Kath? Alicia Vitarelli posted uh, this meme, and it said the quarantine meal schedule. Uh, so here, just, just stick with me for a second. Yeah. 7 a.m. breakfast, 7.15 dessert breakfast, 8.30 panic snack with news, 9.45 <laughs> chocolate, 11.30 snack <laughs> while standing and staring, 12.30 lunch with small dessert, 2 o'clock post-nap luncheon, 4.30 trail mix, 6 o'clock dinner with weird vibes, and then 10 o'clock ice cream. <laughs> it's it's like we're hobbits now. Second breakfast, 11 right, yeah. 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 You know, uh, it's I, time for a cheesesteak. It, it had. I've just been. I, I've been eating when I want to. I, I found something I love. Oh yeah, it's, right. and it's a candy. Can we get some uh, sexy music here? Do you guys oh, know? Yeah, hang hang second, on. On. You guys know Asher's uh, candy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who do you call it? Up? No, um, Polaris married into the no, Brazier. A Brazier yeah. uh, married into the uh, into the Asher's family. Uh, well, they're right by me. Their headquarters are right by. They're. In, I think they're in Hatfield, so they're very near me. They make. A, they make <laughs> oh god a chocolate covered bourbon caramel. Oh. Chocolate covered bourbon caramel. It is. It's so good. And I had It'll to make you plots. I had to put them away. <laughs> I almost told Rochelle hide these. I'm gonna shoot because I'm going to, I'm gonna shoot. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna shoot. Put these away. I don't want the kids to see this. They're so good. I can't I can't stop eating them. Man. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> I'm taking these upstairs. You're uh. gonna hear some screaming, don't worry. 
Uh, uh, Meredith used to, Meredith, uh, who always brings her comedians in, she used to give us for Christmas this chocolate. It was a, a oh, local yeah. chocolatier. Kath, they went out of business. Oh, that yes. chocolate was so good, and it, it was, was like a hint of cinnamon in it. Uh, yeah, they made uh, yeah. they made custom amazing chocolates. I mm-hmm. think it's the same place where Carter went to one time and took a class, like a, like a, a chocolatier class. Oh, my God, I'm going to shoot <laughs> There used to be a place uh, where the restaurant 19 is, that hotel. Mm-hmm. In the base of it, in the lobby, there was a Swiss chocolatier. Ooh. I doubt they're open. Uh-huh. But when they open up again, You're gonna they shoot. will. <laughs> I'm going to go there, and I'm going to shoot. <laughs> can you guys hear down the line, can you hear the, uh, the, the music? voice processing and the music? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. 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 Right. Yeah, we're still figuring. Am I making you shoot? <laughs> Can any of you no. guys shoot? No. No. no not yet. No. All right. <laughs> Later. Uh, hang on, Lisa. Going back to National Cheesesteak Day. Uh, Lisa has a suggestion. Hey, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Lisa? Um, you can buy in the grocery store. They sell. It's already prepackaged. It's a shaved meat that's ribeye. Shaved a shaved ribeye. Yes. They also have a like a, a chicken, a really thin shaved chicken, but the ribeye is really. Now thin. I've never seen that. I mean, is that something you have to ask the the, the meat department to do for you? you no, it's already packaged. I think it's called. I'm not sure what it's called, but it's it's in a uh, a plastic container and it's already prepackaged and it's it's shaved beef and it says ribeye on it. Is it is it a brand or does it, do the stores do it? It's a brand. I don't okay. Know it, it might be this old uh, old country that, or old, old neighborhood, old not old country. country. Maybe it is, yeah. Old country buffet. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it might be the old neighborhood. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it, Lisa. Let me ask you this, so you guys, because um, uh, my actual preference is for the the chicken cheesesteak. So I, 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 that's what I, I like the most. Do you have any room for that, or do you, are you? Uh, yeah, no, I like them. Yeah, but, yeah. but um, given a choice, yeah, uh, I think that you get more flavor out of the, yeah. Out yeah. Of the, out of the regular right. cheesecake. Okay, yeah, here it is. Here's what she was talking about. It is old neighborhood. Damn it, I don't get off the air. T- <laughs> They're going to be sold out by the time I can. No, no, get out of you here, know, but... I uh, just uh, just hoard it all, pressed, and then run out and have people curse at you. National cheesesteak day. Uh, yes, Casey. Well, I was going to ask. No, I'm going to move along. I, I know. Uh, I have a griddle at home. Can I? Would you recommend? Making cheesesteaks on the griddle? Sure. Okay. Um, but I don't think if, if you're... Like a country boy? Uh, cakes <laughs> on, on the griddle. griddle. Um, if you are not making a lot of them, then just your regular frying pan will work. Okay. You know, but a griddle is larger, so yeah. that's, you know... And griddles are made for, like, things like pancakes that take up a little bit more space, yeah. you know, so... Can you make them with a blender? Uh, cheesesteaks? Let's find out. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to you tomorrow. I just made a cheesesteak smoothie. All right, I have... I have a letter for the connoisseur with a question. Oh, my God. Uh, it says, Dear connoisseur, you are the first person I thought of when I asked myself this question. Where can I get more bourbon? I've heard New Jersey is, se- is still selling spirits. I don't have time to drive over the bridge because, unfortunately, because fortunately, I still go to work Monday through Friday. Your loyal podcaster, uh, Jay Galbraith. Uh, West Lawn, PA, which he says is right outside of Redding, Berks County, next to Why I'm Missing. Oh, wow. So what I'm curious about, and I got back to him, and I said that I know that distilleries, you know, we heard from uh, Revivalist and also from Boardroom and Stateside, that they are doing uh, delivery and, and you can pick stuff up. Now, that was a few days ago. 
So I don't know what the scenario is right now and if the distilleries are still offering those services. If anyone does know, get in contact with me, and I will pass that information along. Uh, because if you've if you've brought out and uh, and you want to get some, obviously you want to look to find it. Connoisseur, may I ask you a question you as well? Is, is today actually National Takeout Day? Now that I have not seen. Okay, um, it may be. Okay, but I, there's I look, so many national days that it's actually it's a nauseating thing. I found <laughs> the National Cheesesteak Day on the like one of those official websites yes. that declares whatever today's national day is. So, uh, but I'm not really officialnationalday.com. Sure. Uh, let's see. Somebody texted and said Total Wine. And Claymont is that still open? Total Wine? Yeah, but you're not yeah, going to go went... from Reading to yeah, that's Delaware. Yeah. So yeah. Although Delaware um, is now they they put a shelter in place, so I don't know if it will close. But yeah. uh, I did go last week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyhow, if anybody knows about the distilleries, Marissa's really cool. got her finger up. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even say. Oh yes, yes, Marissa. Uh, a lot of the distilleries are still serving, um, and plus they're making hand sanitizer. Eight Oaks, which um, is out near you, Preston, yep. isn't it? Yeah, I think. And that's far from the guy from Reading. They are making hand sanitizer. Their doors are open, so you can go in and get bottles. And I don't know if they are doing delivery, but um, it's still available. Okay. What about your boyfriend's uh, place, Marissa? Yeah, he's doing takeout. You can order uh, from the website, and then you can drive by and pick it up. All right. With a Laramere. Yeah, he's in Chester. Okay, cool. Excellent. And, uh, Steve, today is National Takeout Day. Uh, Takeout Day. Yesterday was uh, National Chip and Dip Day and also National Puppy Day. Okay, Aww. so if you want to uh, dip a puppy in some cheese and eat it, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, then that's your day. That's your Absolutely. day. Um, okay, what else do I have for you, connoisseur-wise? Okay. More from the connoisseur. We're making lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, there you go. Uh, how about, um, okay, here's a general look. At, uh, at what's going on concerning the pandemic and food. Uh, America shoppers who were taking up healthier eating are heading back to old ways as they hunker down. Uh, they are loading up on shelf-stable items from canned meat and soup to pretzels and Kraft macaroni and cheese as they comply with orders to stay home. General Mills, Tyson Foods, Campbell's Soup, and Kraft Heinz saw sales uh, gains between 10 and 20%. In the rolling four weeks, it ended March 8th for items such as soup and breakfast food. So our friends over at Campbell's are doing, yes. doing well. Yes, and honestly, they're, 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 the product line is, we actually got to go into their, their on-site store, Preston. When oh, we my always, God. Yeah. It was awesome. The product line and the stuff that you love that Campbell's is responsible for would blow your mind. I had no idea they had some yeah, of the yeah, stuff yeah. that they do. Yeah, we have all of that stuff at home, but the thing that is going uh, quickest in our household are ramen noodles. And uh, I was at the supermarket the other day, and they didn't have the flavor that I wanted. They only had, like, the regular traditional flavor, and then they had a, a soy flavor, which I didn't know existed. And then my wife was telling me about a uh, ramen flavor that's new, and it's really tough to get. It's chili. Gecko. No. Um, so also, listen to this. Hormel Food Corporation sales of Spam increased as much as 37%. Ooh. Oh, my God. That's a huge jump up in Spam. Because uh, Spam is like the cockroach of the of the meat world. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, Steve, it's just... It lasts forever. Actually, spam for years has had the coronavirus as one of the ingredients, yeah. <laughs> but it's just not enough to uh, to do because of, no, no spam is one of those super. Well, <laughs> I'd like to think some of my favorite foods, like cheese balls, for example, are right. now a superfood. 
Mondelez uh, is the one who makes Oreos, and yeah. they saw growth in that sales of uh, cookies and crackers. All right, so when you're talking about shelf-stable stuff, like, I, honestly, how long does that stay good for? Because you know, I'm watching, like, Walking Dead, and they've been in this zombie apocalypse for about a decade now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things that were on the shelves 10 years ago... Is it still? Do you have stuff in your house that's been on the shelves for 10 years? Uh, maybe. No. I mean, all, all the way in the back, there might be a can of soup. That's... There may be. Yeah. But you know what? Here, Here's, I, I think for shows like, like like a scenario like The Walking Dead, yeah. you'll take a chance at getting the squirts by eating yeah. something if you got to eat something. You right. know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah. <laughs> um, so that stuff might be edible and may not kill you. Right. But it... there's a difference between a zombie apocalypse and being reduced to curbside pickup. Right. <laughs> Is there? Is there really? Is there really? (laughs) All right, so um, Americans aren't holding back on treating themselves either. Popcorn sales rose nearly 48%. I know Rochelle's been crazy about buying microwave popcorn. That's one thing that we bought a lot of. Popcorn's awesome. Uh, It's uh, it's corn that has been popped. uh, It rose nearly 48% uh, compared with a year earlier. Pretzel sales were up 47%. Potato chip sales uh, surged 30%, according to uh, Nielsen data. You were pressing, you're talking about all the classic comfort foods. That's exactly it. They said they're doing that. And also, meat is flying off the shelf. Meat has always been a comfort food. And, Sitting uh, in front of the TV, eating a big bag of meat. And some... well, but if you go to the grocery store, there's like the chicken sold out. <laughs> no, you're, you're right, Kathy. You know what there was an abundance of, though, was the Beyond Meat. Like there was a yeah. whole, and I bought yep. like three pounds of it, and yeah. I'm gonna put this in the freezer. Listen, for, Beyond Meat is great because you, two or three burgers will only run you about fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hon, uh, can you please pass me that bag of meat over there? Yeah, you done with the bag of meat? Uh, just wash your hands after. You, yeah, if sure. You're, if you're both going to be reaching into the bag of meat, well, so that that's the edict in my household now is is you can't just sit there with a bag of chips. I don't want you digging your hands in and out of things. If you're going to do something, just pour it into a bowl or put it on a plate. You're your just hand. trying to be cautious. Yeah. I got it. Without being insane. Yeah. You 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 know, informed without being fearful. Uh so meat's flying off Ebony the, and ivory. The shelves and in some locations there are completely empty rows of dried meat snacks, according to reports. Dried meat snacks. Mm. Milk is also seeing a boost after decades of poor sales and dwindling consumption. Really? I've I just I'm a lifelong <laughs> milk drinker. Uh cows milk sales increased thirty two percent. Uh, for the weekend of March 14th compared with a year earlier, according to Nielsen. There was a very funny skit on Saturday Night Live a few a couple of months ago, and they talked about how milk sales were going down. And so they had brought a guy in from the milk council. It was Kyle Mooney who came right. in and did a whole bit on, on why you should be drinking milk. Um, so that's pretty funny. I've always, for my for my tea, and yeah. my, my, so in, in coffee, I pr- I'm... Tea is the most, where I drink the most milk is, is with tea. And I've also been eating more regular cereal now. Well, so that I eat cereal at least once a week, uh, like on a weekend, Saturday or Sunday morning. Partay. So. Yeah, partay. Do you, you, uh, you do the lactose-free milk? Sometimes. When I run out yeah. of milk, that's what my mom has downstairs. Okay. Well, she I, makes sure milk. <laughs> well, the reason I bring it up is that I've been doing it lately. I feel like it, it helps with the you know dietary things and, and uh, you know gassiness and whatever else. But I also found that it actually lasts longer. And I, I don't oh. know if anybody else has, has noticed that. That the lactose-free milk uh, lasts longer, Nick? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's just it smells fresher longer. It tastes fresher longer. How are your so, stools? Uh, much more solid. <laughs> and um, I have Nick, good BMs. Well, good, the, good the organic BMs. milk, the same thing. Like, the shelf life is 
forever. It's like months. I don't I don't quite understand it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've noticed that too, Kath, and I don't know why. Do you know what last... The, well, you know, it's so there's there's obviously all these things that they used to... Uh, years ago, people wanted to do things on the cheap. We'd do powdered milk. We add water. Right. And uh, it's it's horrible. It's, it's you ever okay. had powdered eggs, Steve? I have. They horrible. The worst eggs I'd on the planet. I'd rather eat a, a, a syphilitic chicken's ass. <laughs> <laughs> syphilitic? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Not just regular chicken ass. No, no I want a, a chicken with a social disease. Uh, by the way, uh, here's a text, Casey. It says, non-acidic canned food will last 15 plus years. Uh, acidic canned foods are good for years, but will eventually eat through the inner lining of the can. Okay. But they seal them with no air in there. Mm-hmm. By the That's way, don't you want a little taste of the can and the food that you eat? Of course. Yeah. That yeah, metallic I mean, taste for your peas and everything. They went to the trouble to make mm-hmm. that thing. You got to, you know. It's like when you're with the bourbon in the, uh, yeah. in the wood, right? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> totally. Takes in the flavor. Oh, it has that good aluminum flavor. taste. You know what I love is uh, canned string beans. Love them. Love them more. I, did you just say ooh, Kathy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, Kath. I, those need to be fresh. <laughs> yeah, fresh. I mean, yeah. they're okay. They'll work, but... They're just um, they just kind of crumble. You know what? It all ties in. You know what they remind me of? Casserole. Yeah, but they'll they're good in casseroles. You know what? I have canned casserole all the time. Canned casserole. Can I get a can of casserole? Gross. All right, real quick, and then I'm going to move on to something else. But Casey wants me to go to this caller. Hi, uh, Ken. You're on the line. Good morning. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. What's uh, up? So I was calling to touch base with uh, you know Casey talking about the Walking Dead there with uh, canned food. We actually I used to work in a supermarket, and you know how like the two shelves like split in the aisles and right. bowls, they butt up together. Well, we found we were cleaning it out, and a can of uh, Chef Oral D had happened to fall in between it. And this was like 2003, 2002. It expired in 88. <laughs> we decided to open it up, check it out. It still looked and smelled just like you would have bought right off the shore stuff. Uh, or, uh, I, no, I, I, I would have yeah. to imagine that, Ken, because obviously one of the issues with food that's prepared and stored like that is that there's a lot of salt in it to keep it, you know, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, and yep. that's probably the case with that. Yeah, I tried to get a guy to eat it. I tried to offer him 50. <laughs> Nobody would eat it, huh? By yeah, the way, not for 50. Chef Boyardee, <laughs> Preston, I know you're on the same page with me. This, all that stuff, you can eat it right out of the can without no, preparing it. Yep. Absolutely. No, you have to cook you, it. No, no you, you do don't. not. It's already <laughs> no. You do not. Oh. It's just cold. That's all. I, it's yeah. totally good. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that, be, that I have any sort of food standards, but... That stuff need the Chef Boyardee, Franco oh, American. I would, I would eat SpaghettiOs ra- and meatballs. Mm. Spaghetti and meatballs right out of the can. Absolutely. Mm. All right, let, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to something else. One more? Yeah, I, I want to do one more yeah, for the uh, connoisseur. Uh, we're going di- to this whole story for today, but there'll be more later on. Diving into dessert. Uh, we, were, we were talking about chocolates earlier. Dove chocolate. I just Love had it. some last night. Well, they are releasing a collection of puddings. <laughs> Yes, I'm interested in purchasing some of your Dove pudding. Uh, the mixes come in four varieties, and actually, the flavors sound pretty intriguing. So you have milk chocolate, dark chocolate. Oh my God, I'm gonna shoot! <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, it gets even better. Uh, Peanut butter milk chocolate. And bourbon vanilla dark chocolate. So you're not going to tap out on the bourbon, but the peanut butter, um, that is awesome. So we, I, I don't know how we came by. We Somebody, I guess, from Dove brought by a whole bunch of stuff. It was well, like the rejects, right? It was the rejects. That's mm-hmm. what I was telling Rochelle the other day, uh, that w- they brought in, if they don't look right, if they if they haven't been you know uh, molded properly or whatever it is, uh, that they discard those. 
and they brought in like pounds and pounds of Dove chocolate to it that were just kind of misshapen. They were fantastic. So uh, a hot yeah. cup of tea at night with a little, like a little bit of chocolate to have with it, yeah. is is awesome. And the Dove chocolate is wonderful. So Preston, I'm loving the uh, the dark chocolate and stuff, obviously, and the peanut butter and milk chocolate. I'll take that. Mm. I, listen, I think the unsung hero of pudding is vanilla pudding. I love vanilla pudding. In fact, I think I love pudding. Oh. pudding guy. What do you think of vanilla pudding? Oh, no. I think it's a wonderful concept, and I'll be looking into it. <laughs> but the floor flavors that you've mentioned already have me almost spitting in delirium. It's all I can do for keep from shooting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kathy. I think my problem is texture because I can't stand pudding. Like, to me, that is disgusting. Oh, my God. I So pudding has always been a good friend throughout my life. <laughs> well, Kathy, what about mousse? Mousse I'm okay with. Okay. Uh, like okay. a mousse pie, I would be okay with. It does have a little bit of... It's, it's, it's creamier. Very similar, but it's it's a little more firm. Uh, firm. It's yeah. creamier and it's more firm. Okay. Sure. Uh, it's yes. been whipped. Uh, so I, oh my God. I, I was curious. It's been whipped. I was curious if you, uh, if you would like that. Why don't you forget the moose <laughs> for a moment? But, uh, but, but it's okay. It's all then. It's all texture for you. It's Kathy, all texture for, sure. for me. Yeah. Um. Uh. To make, uh, the dove puddings, uh, Pudding. you just uh, combine the mix of two cups of cold milk and beat it. So I was always listen. The actual prepared, you know, brought to a a, 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 a slow boil and and done that way. That's always been my favorite pudding. Mm-hmm. However, pudding cups are totally fine. They've come a long way in 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 uh, being able to make them cold now. The Steve. big tubs but, of pudding. Uh, you used to be able pudding. to only only do the the, the stove top uh, pudding, which was great. Yeah. and you'd have the skin. I hate the cool. skin. I love oh, the I skin. Love I yeah. love the skin. It Preston, gag. you and I one time will will make a meal of canned yes. Chef Boyardee. And, and skin. Yeah. Pudding skin for Casey. I love the skin. The skin was like a bonus to your pudding. I yeah. wonder if, as an adult, I would actually appreciate the skin more. Because as a kid, it just uh, texture-wise, it's Kath- like a membrane. No, Kathy, yeah, would, I didn't like that. You, well, you you could not have been a fan of the skin on the top. Of- oh my God, no. Okay, I, no, I just threw up a little. What are your thoughts on rice pudding? No, absolutely not. No. No, I love I'm, a rice I'm pudding. I'm okay with rice. Mine with rice pudding and tapioca pudding too. Tapioca, oh. never had it. Oh my god! It's, it'll make you step back. <laughs> I can't control it. Uh, uh, my, I told you one of the greatest days of my life as a kid was when my grandfather, uh, not greatest series of days, when my grandfather uh, would come to uh, take care of us. When my parents took a, a trip now and then, mm. and he would come over, and he really believed that chocolate pudding was a viable breakfast. Mm. And he'd make pudding for us in the morning. I was like, oh, this is great. Speaking of tapioca, have you guys had those uh, the drinks that have the little um, gelatinous balls in them? Bubble uh, tea. Mar- bubble tea. That's a what place is the ball, right, Nick? Yeah, bubble tea. Well, they, it's a, like, um, I, I think it's originally like an Asian delicacy or whatever. Yes. So I've had them in and around Chinatown and uh, and believe it or not, now down by the Italian market where and a lot of those places are no longer they Italian. They have the, the King Asian. of Prussia Mall too. Um, yeah, and I don't like it because of the texture, Preston. The taste uh, is fine, but I don't okay. like the those little gelatinous balls in my mouth. Uh, well, to each his I'm own. We like the big hairy guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't like tiny balls in my mouth. <laughs> the big hairy, big ones. hairy fleshy ones. Yeah, you guys no, know. Once me. you get used to the big hairy kind, <laughs> yeah, they're too smooth. <laughs> You're a ball hog. Is, uh, uh, there was a place in in Hawaii that that had that, and that's where we first discovered them. And and uh, Rochelle loves those. I think they're they're good, but I don't, I don't like them as much as she does. But yeah, that's uh, it's an interesting. But but it's it's a texture thing for sure, Steve, because they're. 
Um, they're they're gelatinous. They're um, it's kind of hard to explain. You'd have to. It's like know, chewy okay. pudding. It's not like chewy pudding. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, what are all right? So because we have um, little fruit cups in our house now that uh, they're it's bubbly. Um, does bubbly. that all right? Yeah. So there's fruit like cups bu- that are bubbly. I don't know that. <sighs> Yeah. Like carbonated bubbly, you mean? No. They've just they've gone bad, Casey. Yeah. No, no, no. It's like, what you say? It, it's like in the title, like bubbly cups. I have some green bread at home and it's delicious. Yeah. Bubbly cups. Yeah. Uh don't know, Casey. I haven't tried them yet, but they're in my house. All right, well get back to us on that. Let All us right. know what A, what that actually is, and I have B, some how it is. Meat at home that's grown spaghetti. Oh god. Well, no, those are maggots. <laughs> um all right. Well, anyhow, this is that's it for the connoisseur. We learned a lot from the connoisseur. Share the uh, food stories for you this morning. Try to make a cheesesteak happen today if you can. It is National Cheesesteak Day. Thank you, Mr. Announcer, for sure, for reminding. All right, we are going to take a break, though. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Bizarre File is up in a moment, and uh, we got one more matchup uh, for Daily Rush. Maybe we'll reveal that when we get back. Stay there. We'll return shortly. Feeling deprived of a basketball bracket? Running out of shows to binge on? Well, 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show can fix that. It's daily rush madness. Go to PrestonandSteve.com and start binging. 64 episodes will contend for your votes to determine the winner. Daily Rush Madness from the station that's been providing Philadelphia questionable content since day one. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're going to do another Daily Rush matchup. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Last one we're going to highlight for the day, but you have roughly 24 hours to get on to PrestonandSteve.com. Watch the videos and vote. You don't have to watch to vote, but we recommend that you do. It really makes a difference. So this is in the Gadzooks region of our bracket system, and the two videos facing each other are... David Harbour in our studio. Of course, you know from Hopper from Stranger Things. It was a great one. Soon to be in The Black Widow. Against I Do Barbecues. So let's remind you, uh, audio-wise, what those moments were like. Here's the uh, uh, clip from David Harbour. We give you eight, or actually last year, nine hours of content. Yeah. Yeah. And you binge it all in a day. No, I learned. And it's like, give us time. Take your time. Once every two months. When you should be watching an episode. It's it's crack. Look, I know for me too. So he was was talking about people complaining about the distance between the seasons. And he's right. And he made a point, made a good point. He's like, you've got to slow down, man. We're giving you essentially four and a half movies, right? Right there, and so. man, the teaser for the new season looks yeah. excellent. It does. He was such a great guy. Yeah. All right. So, I, I, I want him to win. Okay. <laughs> Here is the the next clip. I do barbecues. Now I don't remember this, so let's find out what it was like. Uh, well, I had never heard the term "I do barbecue" before, but apparently that's another one to add to the list with your uh, with your gender reveals, right. your sprinkles, your your showers, <laughs> your engagement golden parties, showers, your golden showers. The I mean, butterscotch <laughs> bandits, <laughs> your and that's called overcomers. This guys, you're 
combining things that I, don't. It's it's not. Yeah, Overcomer was a movie. We're here for the uh, hot Carl party. Okay, now I remember yeah. I do barbecues. I do barbecues where like a, an engagement party. So right. right. Another okay. nauseating thing to add to the roster of social obligations. Those videos are facing off against each other. We need your vote. You need something to do. So go to PrestonAndSteve.com and help us out during daily Rush Madness, please. Yes. All right, uh, let's get into the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, some stories to pass along to you. We will begin with this one in Lincoln, Nebraska. Lincoln police are investigating the apparent theft of thousands of dollars worth of ice cream. What? From a Lincoln storage unit. Yes, listen to this, What Steve. kind of ice cream? Police said 61 bags of Dippin' Dots ice cream. Dippin' Dots. And a freezer were reportedly stolen. Now, when I saw this story, it happened sometime between March 13th and 17th. Uh, Police said the loss was estimated at $13,700. I was like, wow, okay, well, that was the freezer, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the freezer was about $1,700. The Dippin' Dots ice cream takes up the overwhelming majority of that, like $12,000. Worth of Dippin' Dots. Dots Are you a fan of Dippin' Dots? They're o- they're different. They're, they're okay. Right. It's yeah. not like real deal ice cream. Agreed. It's a novelty thing. Oh man, it's, it's, it's it, they. What do they bill it as? The ice cream of the future, right? Yeah. I I, I wouldn't take that over regular no. hand, hand scooped, hand dipped ice cream. No way. And you really kind of have to eat them in like a um, a temperature uh, friendly a sort of place. No, like they they sell it on the boardwalk and right. stuff. And if you're eating it in the middle of the summer, it ends up melting and turning into regular ice regular cream ice anyway. Cream. Yeah. So, uh, but anyhow, somebody's got a lot of dipping Dots on their hands right now. They're using it as toilet paper. Uh, so, don't flush stuff that's not supposed to be flushed. Uh, officials in Redding, California, are telling residents, bag it. Don't flush it. Oh, boy. After somebody almost caused an issue on Wednesday when they had wiped their butt... With cut-up T-shirts and then flushed them down the toilet. You have to be insane. Come on. You have to be insane. You display those proudly out your window. <laughs> Authorities say the T-shirts clog pumps at a sewer station, causing a pump to back up. Officials warn that sewer backups can cause fecal matter back up into toilets, sinks, and tubs. Yeah, just remember the rules still hold true for what you can flush and what you can't. Yeah. You may be wiping with something different, but don't flush it. Yes, like, uh, a, like a comforter. Uh, they add that uh, people also shouldn't flush items such as napkins, paper towels, and wet wipes, even those that claim that they are flushable on their packaging. Just toilet paper. All right, video conferencing. We've seen uh, some interesting things happen lately. We uh, have it going on right now. I have a couple of stories <clears throat> regarding that. A Fordham University professor got a bit of a peep show last week during their first online lecture. A student's hair was tousled. And she had a strange, sated look in her eye as the class prepared to sign off of their video conference. A professor immediately guessed what was going on. Uh, The professor said, I could see a nude man rising from a sofa in her living room, and it was clear from her face she had just had a great night. So they may have been doing it during the video conferencing. Uh, When a Manhattan-based marketing manager found herself on a Zoom video chat, with two other co-workers last week, she realized that she had forgotten to take uh, care of some basic things. She said, oh, my God, I haven't brushed my hair today, and I haven't put on any makeup. And on top of that, she and her boyfriend had rented a tiny room in an inn in the Hamptons to self-quarantine, and he was in the bathroom, quote, making bathroom noises. 
uh, while she was on the call. I was so embarrassed that I had to mute it right away, she said. So he's ripping them in the other room, and they can hear it. <laughs> we do have audio for later. Whenever you want to play it, Preston, of a, uh, of a woman who went and took a leak. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah. Do, do you want to play it now? We, we can. Yeah, we yeah. do have it. Her name is Jennifer. Yep. And she's on a conference call with a couple of other people, and she's staying up on it. She carries the device with her, puts it down on the floor, mm-hmm. facing her as she sits on the toilet. The ethical standards of the profession, and in reality, I've heard that social work kind of has very high standards and, and like... <laughs> like good standards in terms of things and that oftentimes people don't have yeah. hold on hold on <laughs> what happened they obviously they can see what's going on i saw nothing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> jennifer I gotta go. What happened? <laughs> Nothing. Keep going. <laughs> no, never mind. Just, just, just keep, keep going. going yeah. <laughs> uh, so be careful if you're video conferencing. Be aware of your surroundings. Uh, a Kentucky couple reportedly tried to buy as many cans of Mountain Dew at a Louisville Kroger earlier this week and complained to an employee when they were not allowed to leave the store. The man and woman tried to buy 23 cases, totaling 552 cans of Mountain Dew. Come on. The video posted on Reddit surfaced as grocery stores have struggled to keep shelves stocked, of course. The man told the cashier that he was told he could drop off some of the Mountain Dew cases in his car and then come back into the store to buy more. When he is told he cannot buy more, he's heard yelling, a straight-up lie. What a liar. (laughs) You're such a liar. You just told me right now that I could go outside and come back in and get the drinks. Uh, The man continued shouting while the woman tried to keep the peace. He even started to push the cart away before the woman stopped him. So how how many cans in total? 552. 552 (laughs) cans of Mountain Dew. He was At told, what rate of consumption are you going to expend those? Yeah, that's more than one a day. That's well more than one a day. Come on. Uh, for a year. Yeah, how long do you expect this to be going? Oh, maybe that's just their regular shopping. Uh, he was told that he was only able to take two of the four cases in his cart. She picked up the other two cases and slammed them on the cash register before pushing the cart away. Uh, and the woman filming it said, folks losing their mind up here for some Mountain Dew. Goddamn folks losing their mind. I don't even want the pudding now. On uh, Thursday, Kroger revealed it would be cutting store hours to give its employees more time to restock and help slow the spread of coronavirus. And I'll do one more story. It's a local one. Uh, an EMT in Philadelphia jumped out of the back of a moving ambulance when somebody got into the driver's seat and took it for a joy ride. And there was a guy in the back. Of course. The incident occurred around 1.30 a.m. Sunday when someone stole the ambulance outside of the Jefferson Torsdale Hospital. When the EMT realized someone had stolen the ambulance with him still in the back, he called 911 from his cell phone. He then jumped out of the moving vehicle in the 10,000 block of Meadow Lane. He was treated for cuts and bruises, and police soon found the ambulance in the parking lot of the Philadelphia Mills Shopping Center. And that investi- that uh, incident is under investigation. That's a special level of deranged to yep. uh, to seal an ambulance. Yeah, totally. Joyride an ambulance. And that's what I got for you. That's a bizarre file. Let's take another break. Come back in a second. Uh, Nick will get us a lesson question from today. We'll see if you've been paying attention to the program. Give away a prize in conjunction with that. And we'll also get the trash and the music news. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a bit. Here, Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
let's see. Sorry, I'm a little discombobulated this morning. Is it, to... is it possible to be combobulated? Uh, you know what? That's a good question. We always say we're discombobulated. Right. But I've never... So, you know, I've really got it together today. I'm very combobulated. <laughs> You'd never hear that. I, don't even, I can't say that I've ever heard that phrase uttered before. I'm so combobulated today. I'm getting everything done. Uh, I've got papers laying all over the place here. And uh, we are doing the Bizarre File, right? No, we already did the we Bizarre File. We already did that. We're going to do less in Question Trash and Music. Oh, okay. Now. We're doing our tribute to the Bizarre File, which just occurred in the last break. Uh, today's lesson question prize is a digital download of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, which is pretty sweet. Uh, I still haven't seen that. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Yeah. In the nude. Uh, it, well, you can do that, sir. <laughs> Let's see here. What do we want to do? In these uncertain times, <laughs> what product is Matt Cowper going to endorse? <laughs> You remember this? I, I think All I right. do. Yeah. Two one five two six three WMMR. That was from early this morning, man. It was like six forty five a.m. Okay, so we. He knows sick. The lesson question is uh, to reward those who stick with us for a long time and pay attention in these uncertain times. Casey loves that phrase. Mm -hmm. What product is Matt Cowper going to endorse? Let's see if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR, the number, and we'll do the trash for you. Calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Let's see what we get story-wise here. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Larry Larry Flint's Hustler Strip Club in Vegas is still open, but only for serving customers food for takeout. Said the club's manager, quote, we have every confidence that we will pass this virus soon and be back to showering our customers with herpes. Yeah. Oh, durka, durka, durka. Hilaria Baldwin and Alec Baldwin appeared on yesterday's Ellen, <clears throat> excuse me, during which she revealed that Alec was, Alec was, quote, so shy for the first months we dated that all he did was shake my hand. Alec, quickly trying to reclaim his machismo, jumped in, adding, yeah, up and down on my junk. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> and finally, Kim Kardashian has revealed that her grandma has been in self-quarantine for the past month now due to the current pandemic. Fortunately, 85-year-old Grandma MJ, as they call her, has been at home with her boyfriend, Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Hollywood trash. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to this uh, in these uncertain times. What product is Matt Cowper going to endorse? 215-263-WMMR is the number, and I will go to Mike, see if he knows. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Wee! Guess what I get to do? <laughs> that was that really good. Was well done Wee! with the... Guess what I get to do? <laughs> the hard part is the... <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is, what's the answer? What In these uncertain times, what product is Matt Cowper going to endorse? Uh, hillbilly teeth. The Billy Bob yeah. teeth, yeah. 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 Hang on a second, uh, Mike. We are going to take care of you with a digital download of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, the final film in the conclusion of the Skywalker saga, available now digitally in HD and 4K Ultra HD. And via movies anywhere, available physically in 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD on March 31st. So, uh, congratulations to you. Uh, Am I playing the origin of that? No, no, no. This is uh, the remix. Oh. The new, 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 the new. Guy, Nick, it's like you're here in the studio with us, man. 
Yeah, sure is. Hey, uh, I wanted to let you guys know, uh, Steve, there is no such word as combobulate. I looked it up there in the Oxford English Dictionary and the Merriam-Webster's. There's no entry for combobulate. Uh, nobody really quite knows where discombobulate came, uh, comes from, but the first uh, origin is from 1825. Isn't that wild? So a word only exists in its negative version. Yeah, because yeah. this is a like, prefix. Like gruntled yeah. and disgruntled. Yeah. Right. Interesting. I'm okay. very gruntled today. Nick, <laughs> by the way, uh, I don't uh, see you on our FaceTime any longer. You yeah. make it a boom-boom? Oh, boom? sorry. Uh, I, I, well, yeah, I don't even go to the bathroom. <laughs> I just do it in the office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll reconnect. I, I want you to because I, I want to do a screenshot of all of us uh, on here. And Marissa, swallow, okay. swallow what you're eating. So <laughs> She's got a big mouth. Swallow what I give She's you. Got a big Get, oh, shut up, Nick. <laughs> you're going to swallow Oh, she's going to swallow food. what I give you. Marissa, what do you what what uh, is that? Melon? Oh, it's pineapple and cantaloupe, right? And with a little bit of uh, steak. Keep guessing. <laughs> I keep, think it's mango and guessing. pineapple. It's mango and pineapple. All right, Kathy. And then I'm Kathy, Kathy was drinking. Yeah, you know what, Kathy? We could we could finally show your giant uh, fruit bowl fruit okay. bowl that she has for lunch every day. Oh, it's enormous. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's it, big. most children would use that as a backyard pool. Yep. All right. I'll wait. Uh, okay. So, everybody, go ahead and, and take a look and, and look happy and smile. I'm going to get a screenshot. All right. So, you guys ready? Here we go. Oh, I just turned the phone off. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I do that all the time. <laughs> Hold. Uh, all right. One more time. Here we go. All right. Well, Steve isn't smiling because he wants to be different than the rest I'm of I'm smiling. No, there you are. It just looked, your picture is so tiny, Steve. I don't know why the hell. Nick and I have the tiniest pictures. It's a scowl. All right, we'll post that a little bit later on. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Marissa that. is the biggest picture on my screen right now. Me too. Yeah, the me smallest too. has the biggest picture. So you can click on them. I've been clicking on them to try to make Preston the biggest so I can see him. Yep. Um, if you click on them, it kind of moves them around. Okay, okay I did mm. see. Now you're bigger. Um, Kathy's the biggest on mine. I mean, I can see Preston's right across the goddamn console. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anywho, right. Uh, music news. Let's get to that. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on ninety three three WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! All right. I got some stories for y'all. Let's get to them. The Sonic Temple, welcome to Rockville and Epicenter Festivals, all of which were scheduled to take place in May, have been officially canceled they were going to try to reschedule them i believe but they are officially canceled uh promoter danny wimmer promised uh, the events will return in may of 2021 so they're just going to shoot for a year cancellation yeah some some will be moved and some they're just going to figure it's better to recollect and take it yeah. up next year so ticket holders for the 2020 festivals can either get a full refund uh, exchange their purchases for tickets to the 2021 editions or exchange their passes for another one of the 2020 festivals that still might happen. So when we come out of this, Preston, this will create an opening for our long-planned PudFest. <laughs> Please, we got to make something like that happen. All right, can I address... Uh, the elephant in the room? Yeah, the elephant yeah. in the room, which would be uh, the MMRBQ. Yes. I, I, I understand they're working on it. And listen, because I, I, so many people are asking... Um, I, I, it's gonna. It, they're going to try to make it happen this year. Yes. But more than likely, it's not going to happen on the originally scheduled date. You think right. it's okay for me to say that? I, I think, think it's okay that's for me to say that's what's been said to us. Mm. And there is a strong, and it seems to be a fruitful effort to move it. 
So and we'll take it from there. So for now, just sit tight. Details coming when they are available. So yes, but but for now, uh, if if you do have questions, we don't really have the answers for you. So just giving you a heads up. But um, that particular date, from what I understand, is is more than likely not going to happen. But a date will be rescheduled. So. Um, there, I just I announced it without even being given permission. But it wasn't it, unofficial, so yeah. you could very well be lying. We don't be. know. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metallica, who were scheduled to headline Epicenter and Rockville, uh, confirmed the cancellations itself, but added that it could now join the Louder Than Life Festival in September, which has added an extra date on the 17th of that month, and many other acts from the canceled festivals will tentatively appear there as well. Huh. Uh, Metallica wrote, for now, uh, hang with your significant others, kids, pets, parents. Most importantly, stay safe. Dave Grohl said in a new interview that the recording sessions for the upcoming Foo Fighters album were haunted. Uh, the band recorded his 10th studio LP in a 70-year-old house in Encino, California, and Dave said... When we walked into the house in Encino, I knew the vibes were definitely off, but the sound was effing on. Get out. He said, we, we started working We started working there, and it wasn't long before things started happening. He said the band would come back uh, to the studio to find the guitars detuned, mm-hmm. the settings on the engineering board changed, tracks missing, uh, and new tracks, often just an open mic recording an empty room uh, that were appearing on the recording software. The group attempted to document the phenomena while taking video of the studio when they weren't there, with Dave saying, we started to see things on the Nest Cam mm. that we couldn't explain. That's pretty cool. He says that he asked the homeowner about the house's past, but is not allowed to reveal what he learned. He I said, can't tell you anything. Uh, he said, I had to sign an effing non-disclosure agreement with the landlord because he's trying to sell the place. Ah, uh. So I can't give away what happened there in the past, but these multiple occurrences over a short period of time made us finish the album as quickly as we could. It was freaking them out. It happened 20 years ago. Gerardo, who (laughs) recorded Rico Suave, was murdered on this very site. Uh, The band has yet to announce a title or release date for the new album. Shine Down, good friends of WMMR. Uh, their guitarist, Zach Myers, has implored young people to take the coronavirus pandemic seriously and practice social distancing. In an interview, Myers urged young people to heed the advice of health authorities, explaining, I see people going, well, I'm 25 years old. I'm going to be fine. No, dude, it's not about you. It's about that you can... you." You can get it and not even know you have it, dude, and you can get someone else sick who has diabetes or has a respiratory infection, and you can hurt these other people. Well, also, Preston, uh, young people or people of different ages who say have asthma or have uh, like a diabetes situation, as you said, or some sort of underlying situation, mm-hmm. they may not know how susceptible they would be. That could be for the regular flu as well. So. Yeah. He, obviously, take as much precaution. But in this case in particular, as you're right, you don't want to port it back to someone. Like, like what if Danny DeVito lives with you, as we heard earlier? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Myers added, I'm not one of those dudes who craps on the youth, man, because I was the youth once. And when we were doing it, people thought we were idiots. But at the same time, you can miss a Friday night. You can miss a Saturday night going out. Use this time to do something. Better yourself, better your home. 
I think people are afraid to be alone, and I think people are afraid of themselves. It won't last forever. Yeah. No. Uh, it won't. No. Sh- Shinedown recently postponed its deep dive tour dates uh, from spring to summer, by the way. And, I, you know, I believe that children are the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Honestly, mm-hmm. you're so right. You have to teach them well and uh, let them lead the way. Yeah. Let's hear it for the boy. Uh, Godsmack drummer Shannon Larkin has confirmed that the band is working on material for the follow-up to 2018's When Legends Rise album. Uh, in a video message, he said, we're spending our time right now uh, trying to write some new music for y'all because we can't tour right now. So we hope that everybody's staying safe during this pandemic. Well, we all appreciate it. All of our tours and shows are canceled for the time being, but it is going to get better. So they are working on uh, new music. Radiohead guitarist Ed O'Brien believes that he has contracted coronavirus. An interview In an interview, he revealed that he's been sick for 10 days with flu-like symptoms Recently lost his ability to taste and smell. Those kind of the latest uh, symptoms they say that may be I've heard connected that. to this. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard them address it yesterday, and they wouldn't confirm that that was. Uh, they said that still the symptoms that they're looking for are that cough and fever, but that, uh, and they they were trying to get, um, you know, get them to to address those symptoms, but they were symptoms of coronavirus. Uh, well, he and he said I googled it last night. Never a good idea. Uh, talk to your doctor. And uh, that's a classic symptom of the coronavirus. O'Brien cautioned that he has not yet been tested for the virus. There you go. Uh, but he and his family are self-quarantining in their home in Wales and that he is actually starting to feel better. That's kind of scary, though. Like, like th- if those go, like, if that is actually, if it, if it comes out that more and more people are getting that, like, that's, I don't know. Well, I wonder if, your so, taste buds? if you lose it, uh, my guess is, are they saying you're lo- you lose it permanently? No, or, no, 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 no. You're just for, so. for temporary. It's temporary. And who wants to taste stuff when you're feeling that bad? And it can be preceding some of the other yeah. uh, symptoms they were saying as well. My mom loses her, her t- uh, uh, sense of taste and smell every now and then. Um, really? And, yeah, and... I think it was my grandmother who lost it for years, and then it just came back out of nowhere, which was she found really it under strange. the sofa. Really? Was, yeah, yeah, she finally looked under there. But oh, yeah, Preston, so, my, my yeah. aunt permanently lost her uh, her ability to taste. She can't taste anything. She puts a lot of pepper on things, and she can like semi taste that, but she really can't taste any food. She'll probably get that heat sensation, and then that kind of right. translates to flavor for her now. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So does she? Um, I mean. Does she just eat to obviously just eats to live? Like, is, <laughs> how's her weight? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if if, if I wasn't tasting anything, I probably just wouldn't even eat junk food anymore. You know what I mean? I probably would just, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. yeah, maybe. You know, RC from tattoos by RC, he can't smell. So that's if right. he can't smell, his taste is impacted, right? I guess so. And that's why he didn't mind doing Casey's taint tattoo because no. he couldn't oh smell God. anything. Yeah. Honestly, is that you what need... he said? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> So the, that's why the best proctologists have no sense of smell because they don't mind hanging out around your butthole. Yep. You're, I'm sorry. Hanging out around your what? That's what I thought you said. Oh, man. I have such a disgusting story for you guys. Yeah? Oh. You yeah. can't tease us that way. Do you want me to interrupt this Radiohead news story? To... Uh, is this breaking news? Uh, yes, so let's is. just say... Um, oh, man. How can I tell this? Okay. Hit, hit the sounder, Casey. So sometimes... Oh, uh, hang on. Breaking news. Breaking news. No, it's not breaking news. Stop it. It's just a disgusting story. Sometimes okay. women forget uh, when they put a tampon in and they don't take it out. Okay? I, yeah, I've heard yeah. of it and, happening. Yes. yes. No, stop it. Uh, this, is never, this has never happened to me, by the way. This is not me. Sure, um, sure, and if sure. it stays in there long enough, it can have a rancid smell. Oh, God. And so a friend of mine had <laughs> to go to the doctor uh, because she couldn't figure out what 
the smell was. And the doctor put cotton swabs under her nose when she went in to pull it out. No, it was that bad? It well, was let's see what we have going bad. on here. <laughs> it was that bad. Kathy, as you said, you know, uh, it, it can get rancid after a while. Wouldn't it be wild if it was the opposite of that? Like if it smelled like fresh baked cookies? <laughs> oh, my God. Stayed in there too Tall long. house cookies. Yeah. I love that smell. It reminds me of gum gum. <laughs> Kath, how long did this happen to you? No, it wasn't me, but we, we said to her, we were like, how do you, like, how did you not know it was still in there? Kathy, I have heard, and I know somebody this happened to, who had forgotten that they had put one, put a second one in, oh, which had wedged the other one in, and then that stayed in there. So they had, you know, it, it, somehow or another, that can happen. I'll bet you it's not. Was as, it like a, a cheap vaudeville magician with the. Might not be that uncommon if no, I'm sure if, uh, if the abstract obstetrics people were to call in, they could confirm. No, you're, you're right, Preston. A friend of mine is a doctor, and she said uh, she <laughs> sees all the time the tampons left in and the two tampons. Yeah. Like well, where they forget one's in and put another one. Isn't yeah. there a similar thing with people who have their contacts in and forget they have them in and, and put. Yes. Contacts on, on top of the other yeah, ones. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Anyhow, the guy from or Radiohead. put tampons in their eyes. Uh, Ed O'Brien has. <laughs> oh yeah, Ed. Yeah, from Radiohead. Yeah, I what just does he appreciate have in his that ass? story though. No, he said for someone like myself, this is just a bad dose of the flu. I'm not in any way in danger. I basically sat outside all day because the weather is glorious. It's the first sunshine we've had this spring, and it's not a bad place to be. Uh, he was recently on the road promoting his debut solo album Earth, and he believes that he may have contracted the virus. At a TV studio in Paris, although he is scheduled to launch a solo tour in late May, those plans will be delayed. Uh, as his uh, Radiohead bandmate Tom York has been forced to postpone his own spring solo tour. What they're finding in people who have had it and come through it, and most people will, uh, is that they, there are, uh, I guess, antibodies created in their blood that they're mm. looking to uh, look at to see about uh, helping people who are in dire condition. And that's another one of the... Uh, I sent you guys an article from the New York Times today about... 70-some-odd things they're looking at, and that's one of them. So, uh, John Bon Jovi took to social media to pitch a new song about the collective stress we're all feeling re- regarding the coronavirus. In his home studio, uh, he addressed his fans all in the same boat and asked them to post their own verse to a new song that he's writing about huh. uh, surviving the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week, his co-founding keyboardist, uh, David Bryan, uh, became Rock's first corona victim. Uh, so John is setting uh, this in motion. He will release his 15th album titled Bon Jovi 2020 on May 15th. And uh, that's music news for you. That was a good one. Thank you, sir. All right, informative. Gonna... We learned about uh, uh, multiple tampons. Yeah, we did. Uh, and uh, we, we took a diversion that was interesting. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what we try to do. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, wrap things up. Letter Day, Word of the Week Prize, Pierre Robert. Make sure you stay with us. New music, more of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. As we are in separate locations this morning uh, and uh, using, uh, you know, home broadcast equipment, we're also FaceTiming each other. Uh, with our phones to uh, to see if we you know need to give some visual cues when we do the radio show, which is normally what we do 
uh, here in the studio so we don't step all over each other. I'm looking at our screen right now. Kathy is missing. Is she making... Because the, the, the curtain... Well, the, the blinds are closed and it's dark in there. Is, is it whoopee time? No, it's not whoopee time because uh, I heard... Well, it may be because I accidentally... I left... So the microphones, when, yeah. we, when we go to break, I can talk to them through the microphone. We have a speaker here called a Q speaker. And if I hit this button on the board, I can it, their microphone goes live yeah. where they are, and we that we and I can hit this talkback button here, and we can we can converse. And so uh, Kathy's missing; I don't see her right now. And I heard her say this. Oh no! <laughs> I I didn't mean I wasn't eavesdropping. I accidentally left it in queue, and I just hear I'm gonna I'm gonna come back here. Yeah. So I get to, she goes. Why are you soaking wet? <laughs> That's all I heard from across the room. Was, Why are you soaking wet? All right, so and and I, I have not seen her hide nor there she is. I see okay. I see her headphones Hi. coming on now. Hi, did you hear what I was just saying about you? No, what did you say? All right, so Kathy just sure put her headphones on. I was telling how we or communicate, and I had I had left uh, your. Your mic in preview here in the studio, and and all of a sudden I hear this, Kathy. I hear, <laughs> why are you soaking wet? <laughs> and then I come back and I see that you're gone. <laughs> what happened? We assume it's Jace, right? <laughs> no, no, it is. Is Dennis? <laughs> no, Dennis? no, no, it's, it's your cat. The cat. Oh. <laughs> the cat. Oh. So I I have Jesus. been putting pictures up on Instagram all morning. So starting this morning at like five o'clock in the morning, I, I came into the office and they like they have to be by my side at all times. So I, I had to lock them out. I used uh, an old child lock that I have for yeah. the doors and I had to lock them out. So they uh, have been like knocking on the door, sticking their paws underneath the door. Aww. I forgot to lock it when I ran out to get coffee. They they got in here at one point. Uh, one of their buttholes was on the camera on the the, the FaceTime. <laughs> uh-huh. I think you guys must have missed it. Oh, man. I didn't see it. No. And then, and so then, one of them I see outside the door, and she's soaking wet. Like I, I have no idea why. Completely wet. I still don't know what. So I went. Might to have go fallen in the toilet. I, no, no. I shut the I shut the bathroom doors. I think it was uh, from a something in the sink. I guess right. I don't know. All or their right. water bowl. I thought it was Jace. I thought maybe no. he got into something. <laughs> something like that. Okay, that's so funny. I'll try not to eavesdrop while <laughs> we're in break. Um, so I want to thank Tom Segura for being yeah. on the show today. Tom's great, man. His Netflix special, which is called Ball Hog, and I'm glad I asked him what that meant. I normally don't ask what the name of a special means, but we did. It has to do with the porn industry. Yeah. Uh, and Tom's great, and he said he'll come back on the show sometime in the near future just to talk because he's a great guy to chat with. Listen, this yeah. th- there's a, a different kind of... Um, now, he was actually promoting something, but yeah. we're getting to touch base with a lot of our friends and, uh, of course, it's cool to, to, to check and see how everybody's doing. Every, everyone's soldiering through. Yeah. We'll be I mean, doing that tomorrow, right? I'll bring yeah. up the guests at the end of the show. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I mean, because, cool. you know, especially, like, comedians, yeah. you know, they're always trying to get out and, and interact. And, and uh, so um, they are, I, I think they're just, you know, sort of chomp, champing at the bit to and, and they will talk to people. It will come. Yeah. yeah. yeah but for the time being, we're just uh, making sure we uh, do what we can do. Yep. Uh, hi, Pierre. Good day. How you doing, man? Fine, thank you. Excellent. Kathy, why don't you let the kitty cats in the room with you? Because they are actually very vocal, and um, I, would like I thought that. earlier... You know what? That I was thought earlier traffic. that you guys wow. would have been able to hear them. L- l- let them in now if you can. Okay, so one... Uh, Chloe's in here right now. She's actually... Uh, is she the wet pussy? She oh, is. yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I just needed to know which one we were talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's Chloe. Okay. I mean, honestly, though, wouldn't you rather have it wet? No, no, you want to try. My bad. 
Well, talk- I, 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 would like, I no. would like to have them in there. Okay. By the way, Kathy, uh, her, her vocal quality, it sounds great. It sounds like she's just in here. Nick sounds like he's in a closet down the hall. Well, Marissa, Marissa sounds like she's in a cave in I'll, Alaska. I'll bring Marissa, you're up and on, by the way. Um, so, yeah, they, they have completely different setups. Okay. Uh, Kathy's got an actual microphone. She's probably got an uh, SM58 there, which are really good microphones. And then um, Nick is using a iPad or a phone, Nick? I'm using an iPad and literally my earbuds for my iPhone, so it's it's not even a uh, a microphone. And Marissa has uh, nice the, the same same. Yeah. Sorry, I mean I'm just, I mean it does make it's authentic. They're they're tapped out on they're tapped out on portable equipment. There are a lot of people within Beasley, Philadelphia, who are broadcasting from home, and uh, I'm apparently low man on the totem pole, <laughs> so this is what I'm using. But no, there's is, there's no delay, and and it works. You know, it's not perfect, but it works. I got I got to tell you something with that delay, and there's there we haven't had to deal with that. Uh, I, I was saying to Preston off off air in the commercial break. I am mad at this. This is working much yeah. better than I thought it would work. And then Marissa, you have the same setup as Nick, I believe. Uh, That's yeah, right. I- my headphones were dead this morning. My wireless microphone had phones, so tomorrow they'll be ready to go. All okay. right. All right. Got it. Um, How's it like in Alaska, Marissa? <laughs> uh, the sun is up here. Good. Good. I can see the art museum somehow, even though I'm all the way in Alaska. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so, shall we do the letter of the day? Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in eyes. All right. E as in eyes. And we have a four-pack of tickets for your eyes and ears to catch Def Leppard and Motley Crue, Citizens Bank Park with special guests Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Saturday, August 15th. And some tickets remain at Ticketmaster.com. So we give that away on Friday. Here it is Tuesday. And what you got planned for today's program? By the way, kudos to our our engineering crew who are really working very hard to make sure things like Nick and Marissa get covered in some of the other uh, personalities, some of the other stations. They've they've got quite their hands full. So. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing what Rodney and the whole the whole crew has been able to do. Uh, yeah, we're 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 uh, to use the word awestruck or yeah. the uh, words or hyphenate. You know, it's pretty amazing that we're able to do what we can do at this point. And um, Rodney, I said Rodney strolled in yesterday with his hard hat on. And there's the construction workers have gone home, but Rodney's still fiddling about with something. I think he, I think he actually would be uncomfortable if he if he had just like a a two week stretch with nothing to do. I think it would make him nuts. Yeah, but um, thank God he's a guy who thrives on um, problem solving. Right, because you want to talk about the saying, you know when. Let cooler heads prevail. He is always <laughs> the cooler. He's head. got the solution. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said, how, how how was your weekend yesterday? And he goes, oh, I spent it here. <laughs> and I go, okay, <laughs> God bless you, lad. Um, on the program, we will have workforce blocks of the cars. We were going to get to this yesterday, but um, we had to veer off in another direction in our car. Uh, so the car of my radio show, which always hits potholes and gets flat tires and then takes <laughs> detours in smaller roads rather than the main freeways because you can see scenic things on those roads and then eventually wind your way back to the main road. This is what scenic things sound like, by the way. God! Damn thing! <laughs> this damn thing doesn't work! That, that's scenic. 
Ninety-three-three WMFR. <laughs> uh, the other day, uh, last Friday, I, I purposely cursed heavily right before going on, right so I so would freak out Connor. And I, Connor's, I, I'm talking with Connor, and then I just started going f f f f f f f f f f f f with ten seconds, five seconds, four seconds. Ninety-three-three WMFR. That was bang your head music. I, I looked back as I was talking, and Connor smiled. <laughs> I, I felt I would succeeded in my mission. Uh, I'm either mad at something I can't make work, or usually more mad at myself that I have messed up something, uh, which is, never happens. No, we've Twitter. all been there, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we'll have Cars. We'll have Volby. We've got a block of Bon Jovi, speaking of uh, Bon Jovi and the boys. And uh, we'll play John's message, a really cool inspirational message he just posted up online uh, to help get us through all this madness. So there you go. Excellent. Thank you very much, Pierre. Uh, speaking of thanks, I'll continue that by thanking our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the President Steve Show. Also brought to you by HERS, official snack food of the President Steve Show, forever good. And WSFS Bank, where we stand for service. Tomorrow on the program, uh, we're mentioning friends. We'll talk with Adam Ferrara. Adam was uh, last with us at Camp Out for Hunger. And we'll go live on Fox Good Day. We'll do our Wednesday morning ritual, and I'm sure we'll have a secret text word and all that stuff. So, uh, and, oh, and of course, Daily Rush Madness. Vote now for the matchups today, and we'll reintroduce the, uh, we'll, or we will introduce the new ones tomorrow. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Need a break from the meta discussion? Check out Checkpoint AFK, Checkpoint XP's lifestyle show. From cosplay to consoles, we cover everything you care about when you're away from your keyboard. Subscribe at our website, CheckpointXP.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.